Welcome to Talking Heads, everyone. Episode 149, your once-weekly live show for the latest in beer and tech news. I'm Jeff. And I'm Steve. Smokey Steve. Well, Smokey Steve. Yes. Yeah, Smokey Steve. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Thank you all for joining us on this Wednesday night. Hope you are all safe wherever you are at. Um, if you've never seen the show before, this is our once-weekly live show. We talk beer, we talk tech, we talk games, entertainment, pop culture, Star Trek, etc. Uh we do drink alcohol on the show. However, mm-hmm. we do keep the content fran- uh, the content friendly in both language and content. Yep. Uh, if you are drinking along with us, alcoholic or not, let us know, and we will give some early show shout-outs in the chat. Uh, you'd think I'd have this down by now. <laughs> <laughs> what episode is it again? 149. 145. 149? 149. 149, okay. Yeah, 149. Uh, we are now on podcast form over on Anchor FM or anywhere your podcasts are found. So if you don't listen to us live, you can listen to us after uh, the fact. And any super chats are read on the air so long as they meet our family-friendly criteria. Um, And I will say again, I hope you are all safe wherever you are at because, oh my God, everything here is on fire. (laughs) Yeah. Everything's like Mars out there. It's like uh, that level on Doom where you're going out in Mars. Yeah. And it's red. That's how it is. And ash is falling. I'm I'm not sure what to compare it best to because there's so many parallels here. Um, I've heard Doom. I've heard Mars. I've heard Blade Runner. Blade Runner, yeah. Yeah, the new Blade Um, Runner. Yeah, the new Blade Runner. Um, Mexico, Breaking Bad. (laughs) (laughs) That was another one. Okay. Um, Yeah, it... If you've ever watched a movie or a TV show where it's like, oh, we're on Mars, so it, of course, everything has to be red. That's literally what outside yeah. looks like right now. Yeah. Um, it, it is like watching a special effect. Total um, recall at the very end when Schwarzenegger's like, oh, that, yeah. That, that right there, that part. Right. That, yeah, just like that. My neighbor just did that. Yeah. <laughs> you can step outside. It's hard to breathe. Yep. I, can, I, I feel the pain. Yep. Yeah. So. It's it's been a crazy couple of days. Um, uh, luckily, the fires are kind of staying back from from where I'm at, from where Steve's yeah. at. Uh, same mm-hmm. with John and Rhett. Uh, we're we're in the affected areas, but we're far enough away from them. We're not in the evacuation order. Although, pretty much the governor has said uh, anyone in the state of Oregon right now should be at a level one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because yeah. it can catch pretty much well, anywhere yeah, anytime. We, we got uh, we got bags ready last night just in case. Yep. So we're ready to go whenever we need to. Yep. yep. We we even have some bags packed here, and we're still 15 miles from, from the fire line, but mm-hmm. it moves quickly. Yeah, so. it does. So I got all my beer packed up. Yep. Uh, <laughs> only on the highest priorities. Especially I, my, 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 my barrel-age stuff. That's that's the that's the first one that has to go, yep. definitely. I, I have my cinema camera, my mm-hmm. laptop, and yeah. clothes, and pretty yeah. much that's that's all yeah. i have so. yeah stuff stuff to keep you in business exactly yeah yep yeah keep content flowing just in case i lose just in case yeah I if own. you have to do a, a post-apocalyptic uh video you know yeah <laughs> review the pine cones that uh <laughs> that's all that's around you that's about it <laughs> uh today i'll be reviewing my homemade pruno yeah <laughs> Anyway, uh, Parker, $5. How's that Yeston treating you? I uh, haven't fired it up yet, but I do have a system ready and waiting for it. So uh, mm. that video is coming soon. Uh, he was kind enough to donate over a Yeston RX 550. Oh, 
That's nice. So very cool nice. Little pink card. I've oh. wanted one of those cards for so long. Wait, okay, I got, I got, I got a, a slight beef right now. Yeah. This, this right here. Right there. The hops and brews. Oh. <laughs> okay. There we go. Well, right, I, I guess I could go. fix that for you. I, okay. Give me a second. Gosh. You know, there's so many steps to starting up a show. Uh, do you want to be Red is Awesome or Lawrence Systems today? Uh, neither. <laughs> <laughs> there you Let's go. See, there you go. It's funny enough, I found somebody on Twitter with my exact same handle. I, I found I found that person as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, I think he's I think he's local too. I think he's even like Vancouver or something like that. That'd be funny. Yeah. Anyway, let's get into the show. Let's open some beers. Okay. All right. What did you What did you pick out? Uh, so I'm going to start with a uh, Shakopee. Uh, I believe is how you pronounce it, if I'm correct. Uh, this was uh, sent over from Novella Hub over on the Discord. Uh, it's Mr. Brightside Pale Ale, five point three percent. I think it's pronounced Shabupi. Shabupi? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, apparently I was pronouncing it uh, Shakopee or something like that. I don't I don't know. Sh- you're, you're, Shakopee. You're, you're probably right. I have no idea. Yeah. So that's what I'm told. Anyway, uh, Shakopee, Minnesota. No. Okay. So apparently it's a city. Yeah. Okay. So they should learn. They should learn how to spell things. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got, we have a lot of Indian named areas yes, around do. here too yeah. i've heard a lot of people pronounce Shemekita, it shamawa yeah willamette, willamette. they, they willamette. pronounce it willamette instead yeah. of willamette yeah um let's see i got uh melvin their boom shaka zucca which is an azucca hopped uh, hazy ipa imperial ipa 8.4 percent yeah so um melvin's usually pretty good yeah I think they're from uh, Baker City, which is probably one of the cities that's actually not on fire. Right. One of the few. One of the few. But they're way, 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 way eastern Oregon. In fact, let me go look at my handy-dandy panic map. Um, yeah, I think they're still fairly north of, uh, of where the fires are at. They, they are. They're, um, and they're all eastern Oregon, so there's not really much going on in eastern Oregon. Shakopee. 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 Okay. Shakopee. All right. Yeah. No. Baker Baker City is fine. You know what? You co- you come over here and pronounce some of our Native American. Yeah. Names. Come on now. <laughs> oh no. Never mind. Melvin is in is in Wyoming. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. What the? He- I think I think in Baker Baker Brown. I think is what I was thinking. That's in. Oh, okay. That's in. That's in. All right. No. Either way. Uh. Let's see. What's everyone drinking tonight? Uh. Uh, the Real Phobos just had myself a Black Butte 32nd Anniversary Imperial Porter, 13.2%. I have that one. I have that one in my fridge. Yeah. Uh, I almost brought that one out tonight. Oh, really? Yep. Hmm. I considered it. Uh, let's see. Uh, G'day from South Australia. Uh, hi, Adam. How's it going? Uh, I got some Stone Ruined Again t- uh, Triple, mm-hmm. uh, 10.8%. Uh, Stella Artois Solstice Edition. Okay. Tastes like white bread, but a crisp white bread. That's from Thomas. Uh, Novella Hub, Crux. Oh, he's drinking an Oregon brew. Really? Awesome. Crux is excellent. Which Crux is it? Uh, Fermentation Project uh, Bramble Candy. It's their, I think, uh, yeah, I've had that barrel one Barrel aged blackberry. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've had that one before. It's good. Yep. Crux is excellent. Yes. Yeah, I actually just bought a couple four packs of Crux. I don't remember what I grabbed, but they were on sale. 
They had like a they had like a a limited experience. Not not the not the bramble candy, but they had a something something bubbles that was pretty good too. I forget what it's called. Uh, let's see. It's Blade Runner 2049 in San Fran. Yeah, I've seen some yeah. pictures of San Fran. Yeah. Um, San Fran is how my area looked yesterday. We are a little bit lighter on the haze today, although yeah. it's still the brightest it ever got was like 8:30 a.m. Yeah, it was. That was the weirdest thing. So today it was predicted to be like 90 degrees. 97. Be, yeah, yeah, 97. But because of all the smoke cover, it never 82. got that hot. It got right. To 82. It was 82. Yeah. So that's, I mean, yeah, it's cooler, but yeah, it's like the, uh, the, uh, air quality was like garbage. Oh, it was, it was just, abysmal it was today. Just, you couldn't yeah. even go outside without like your lungs starting to hurt after a while. Yep. Thank really goodness bad. we all have masks, right? Yeah. <laughs> I um, only went outside for like maybe a minute. Yeah, no, I, I actually had to take our cat down to the groomers. Yeah. We actually had to groom our cat. Oh, wow. Good, good Lord. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Rambo's looking all, all, you know, prim and proper now. There but, you go. Uh, well, he has to, he, he's the star of the show. Right. You, exactly. you think people tune in for you? Come on. I know, I know better. Yeah. But, uh, no, I had to take him down there and then I had to make a Costco run cause it's been like two or three weeks and yeah. we were running low on some stuff. So you gotta, you gotta get that giant box of Costco hot dogs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they were actually out of uh, of milk when I was there, which is like really. So is there like a <laughs> like a milk shortage? I don't know. Uh, I I will say this Salem is, or the the Costco that I go to is the mm-hmm. first one along the highway that you get to from where the fires mm-hmm. are are raging uh, through San Yam right now. So I'm not surprised they were out of yeah. stock on some things. Okay, well that's yeah. So in the next couple of weeks, probably when the dairies start picking up production will have smoky flavored milk i guess possibly slightly slightly smoky slightly aged well you you can make some cheese out of that and it'll already become pre-smoked uh says aren't cats self-grooming uh for the most part although if you know much about mancoons or siberians um their hair is quite long and uh occasionally especially on their we'll just say their backside it gets a little bit long and they're are not always able to successfully drop the kids off in the sandbox. Mm. I'm familiar with this problem. Yes. So, uh, we had him bathed. We had him groomed. Uh, so yeah, I got to get uh, Rambo camera ready. That's right, John. <laughs> yep. Um, so yeah, he got his, his, uh, the bottoms of his paws trimmed. He got his, uh, his backside trimmed, got a nice bath. So, yeah. Oh dang, this is actually really good. I'm digging this one. Um it's it's very light bodied. It's a very light bodied IPA. Um Yeah, this one is too, but it's got like really good citrus notes to it and a good um sweet malt, like a good balance between This the two. one's not sweet at all. No. Uh, dry. This dryer. one's uh this one's very dry. Mm. Um but uh it's good. It's quite good. I like it. Oh. Super duper must watch is drinking some peach wine that he made from his own backyard. Ooh, nice, nice, very good. I tried making peach wine once. That was like the first thing I tried to make. And uh, <laughs> so there's the sulfuric tablets that you're supposed to put in there that kills all the natural yeast, right? Right. So when I was reading the instructions, it said to just put one in there, and I didn't know because it didn't have a unit of measure. Mm-hmm. By it. it just said one, so I assumed it was one packet. Yeah. Instead of one tablet. 
Yep. So I dumped the whole packet in there and yep. nothing ever fermented. <laughs> yep. Any kind of yeast I put in there, it just never fermented. <laughs> so I had like four <laughs> gallons of, of sulfuric tasting peach juice that I had to throw out. <laughs> that was uh, that was a lesson learned. Yep. And then after that, I never did wine again. I just did cider and beer. So I, I've been wanting to get into mead for quite some time. Mead would be fun. I haven't done that yeah. one yet. Um, honey's expensive. You got to get yes. a lot of honey. Yeah, it is. But um, but that's what I what I've been wanting to do. Because I, okay. I, I I I like beer. I, li- I like all kinds of different beers. But yeah. uh, I, I like I like much more savory things. Uh, like I said, yeah. I I usually lean towards you know liquor and mixed drinks rather than right. beer. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm out and about and I need to choose something, um, so yeah, mead sounds like it'd be right up my alley. Uh, yeah, mead's great. I mean, I've had some people. You have to age it a lot longer, though. Yeah, uh, I've had some people who made mead and it was fresh, and it was <laughs> not that great. Yeah, but no, you you got to let it sit. You, you yeah. let it sit for about a year, and it mellows out, and it it tastes excellent. Yeah. That one that Claw gave me, I, I know he keeps mentioning that. Hey, you know, <laughs> Steve loved it, right? It was good. No, it tasted like I don't know if you ever had honeycomb fresh from the hive. Mm-hmm. It tasted like that. It it mm-hmm. tasted exactly like like honey right from the honeycomb, uh, but a, a sweet alcoholic flavor with it. I thought it was delicious. I mean, it was really good. I would have had a, a couple bottles of that one easy. Uh, so someone is selling a Core 2 Duo motherboard, two gigabytes of RAM, and a GT 8600 for $60 near me. I want to build my stepped out of gaming rig with a Q6600 and a spare 470. Um, what, is he going to play like 10 year old games or something? I don't know. What's he going to play with that? Well, well, a 470 would still get it done at 1080p mm. and it, no, a, a 470 for a low budget rig still absolutely gets the job done at 1080p. Um, not, not with modern games. I think he would struggle quite a bit with modern games. I've, I've if, benchmarked if, Red Dead Redemption two on a 470 and really? it plays. I mean, okay. it's not the highest settings. It's no, not no, ultra obviously settings, it can't but, be the highest settings. But it's not like it can't play it. Um, the Q6600 is definitely going to be dated at this point in time. Mm-hmm. Um, and it seems for $60, you could do a lot better on... Look at some of my X79 combos. And in fact, right now, you can get a Chinese X79 board on eBay for about $45. Um, in fact, I have three of those on the way uh, for a project coming up. Uh, get yourself a, a 2620 or something like that for literally 20 bucks and then eight gigabytes of DDR3. Uh, two gigabytes of RAM is not nearly enough for any modern operating system. Uh, you really need at least four gigabytes to even boot Windows 10, but eight is pretty much the minimum required anymore. Um, but uh, I I would not spend $60 on a Core 2 Duo. They're not worth that. Yeah. The chip itself is worth $2 and I'm not exaggerating. Uh, a Q6600 is worth about 10 or 15 bucks at this point. Um, but uh, I would look at a, a Chinese X79 um, and something like a 2620, or you can even get a, uh, that's for a six core. Uh, look at the 1603, the E5 1603 Xeon. Um, as long as it's a V1 or a V2 chip, it'll work. But that is a quad-core eight-thread chip, and I think they're a 3.0 gigahertz or 3.1, and you should be able to pick that up for 10 or 20 bucks. 
So that's what I would do. A little bit more money, but it would go way, go way further way. than yeah. a Q6600 at this point. Because a Q6600 is 13 years old. Yeah. Yeah, speaking of like trying to sell stuff, I'm in that stuck spot where I'm trying to sell my, trying to dump my 2070. Yep. And everybody just keeps lowballing me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, and they're like, well, the, the 3000 series is coming out. Will you take $200? No. <laughs> yep. Everyone's hitting the used market like that. I'm hitting yeah. the used market like that. I apologize. No, I, I, well, if I DM'd you, I apologize. I, I, you, you didn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm willing to go. You, you know, don't know uh, it was me. I I don't. <laughs> I don't Craigslist under my own name. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. Oh, man. Well, I, I put it on Craigslist and Facebook and uh, what was the other one? The, the, <laughs> the let go or something like that. Yeah, let it go. Yep. The, the frozen selling. Um, uh service but yeah no i had several people and they're like oh you know will you, will you sell it for for 250 200 and i'm like no i'm not gonna sell for 250 yep. nobody is selling it for lower than than 350 i haven't seen anybody going at lower than 350 um what cpu would i recommend for good single core performance in x79 and x99 um honestly the best value that i've seen was it the V2 or the V3? Um, if you can find a Xeon E5 2667 V2 for the X79 platform, it's an 8-core 16-thread 3.3 gigahertz base clock with a 4 gigahertz turbo. Hmm. And if you can do the all-core the all turbo unlock mod on that, that is an 8-core 4 gigahertz Ivy Bridge chip. That's a pretty reasonable little gaming machine you got there. So that's the one I've been trying to snipe on eBay recently. Uh, that chip runs about 140 bucks. You can get uh, four and six core chips down in the the 50 and 80 dollar range. Uh, the 1650, 1660 series of uh, of Xeons is always good. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. E5-1603 is $12. Buy it now on eBay. Yeah, I knew they were getting down there. And uh, and that's a Sandy Bridge. It's a, it's basically a 2600K minus the overclocking. So. Fenchak87. Hey, thank you, man. $20. Thank you, guys. Love the show. Love you, too. All right. Uh, I suppose we should get into some news at some point. I think so. <laughs> well, you know what? I is my restream not working? I didn't get the last couple of messages. I'll let it see. All right, let's get in the news then. It's kind of working. It's a little it's kind slow. It's kind of working. Okay, it's yep. a little slow. All right. All right, let's get into some news. And uh, that is AMD made a response, uh, has a response <laughs> announcement for NVIDIA. They said something about something that's going to be and coming it, out. And it, wasn't, and it wasn't a bike this time. I was kind of disappointed, yeah. actually. Yeah. I was hoping they'd troll us again. Um, yeah, uh, AMD announced that in October they're going to be announcing. <laughs> yep. Uh, Zen three on October eighth and RDNA two on October twenty eighth. Um, a new journey begins. So AMD. It's an announcement for an announcement. That yes. Coming out. Yeah. Basically. Yes. This is this is their counterpunch to last week's 
NVIDIA 3000 series. Yes, yeah, is, basically. Well, we've got stuff too, but we're not ready to talk about it. Yes, and okay, and it's October. By the time the RDNA 2 announcement comes out, the 3000 series is already going to be mm-hmm. available. You can you can purchase them at that time. So, I don't know. It might, it might kind of punch a little bit out of their sales. I don't know. Right. Uh, Blue Fox, $2. Love the shirt, El Polo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. Uh, my wife got it for me, if you believe it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. I told him before the show, I've been looking at trying to get one of those. <laughs> yeah, they're great. They're awesome. I have another I have another T-shirt I want to get. Um, that's, uh, uh, it's a, it's an, <laughs> it's it's uh it's based on a neil breen movie i don't know if you guys know who neil breen is or or any of his movies Mm-mm. um it's not ringing a bell right oh now. god they're like really really horrible movies just horribly mm-hmm. horribly bad movies but yeah it's it's great yeah uh, I, I might wear it and see if anybody gets it <laughs> half of your shirts are like that though that's true. I'm going to wear it and see who pays attention. Well, right. yeah, there was that one time I got it, and I think you didn't even get what the logo was. It was like um, a Tribes. Uh, yeah, it was Tribes. Tribes, yeah, tribes t-shirt, right. yeah. Well, it's been 20 years. Uh, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, AMD, uh, starting with the October 8th announcement, are going to announce Zen 3. The only thing that we know about Zen 3 is according to their previous roadmaps and that it is going mm-hmm. to be a 7 nanometer chip of some kind. Um, so whether or not they're increasing clock speeds, increasing core counts, we don't know yet. Um, but, uh, this will be a new series of chip. Um, and man, oh man, if they can deliver on that 15% IPC again. Yeah. Even if it's 10%. Yeah. Even if that, I mean, processor, that's the most exciting part. Because we know, right. Because we know Intel doesn't have another one percent to give. They don't have anything, and and just right. one little one little increase. That's going to be exciting for everybody. Yep. Um, honestly, I think Intel's next move, if anyone would listen to me, should be just unlock your freaking processors. Just unlock them. Let unlock the multipliers. Stop with this BS about the Z490 has. You have to have a Z490 to overclock a 10 series chip, and only the K models are overclockable. And da 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 da. Just unlock your chips. And you know what? Your i5 might cannibalize your i7. Your i7 might cannibalize your i9. But that's the way the world works. I mean, a Ryzen 3600X performs pretty much just as well single-threaded as a Ryzen 3900X does. But do you see AMD not selling 8-core chips over 6-core chips? No. No, You see people buying 8-core, 10-core, 12-core, or I guess 12 and 16. Um, You got to keep up somehow. Yeah. You have to keep up somehow. And and right now, capping your, your i5 at 2.9 gigahertz to make it an artificial barrier from your right. your turbo processor at 4.7. You know what? If the i5 will do 4.2 overclocked, then it should be doing 4.2 overclocked right now. Yeah. They, they, Intel really doesn't have much of an edge outside of their name. And they went and like rebranded. That was like mm-hmm. all they did recently. So, <clears throat> Yeah. They really need to do something uh, besides just fiddle farting around. Right. Like they've been doing. Yep. Uh, the other announcement is the October 28th announcement, and that is the RDNA 2. So next generation graphics cards. Big Navi. 
um, as, as it's been known. Um, we've been hearing, we heard wait for Navi and Navi was pretty good. It yeah. was pretty good. You yeah. know, com- competed and exceeded a GTX 1080. But unfortunately, NVIDIA set the bar that much higher with uh, the, the 2080, 2080 Ti. Um, and, uh, and AMD's still sitting right there at that $400 yeah. price point going, I got yeah. nothing else. And and now there's the 3000 stuff coming out. And, and now there's 3000 stuff coming. No benchmarks out, but they're saying that they're seeing like, what, 40 to 80% increase in performance mm-hmm. over the previous yeah. generation. So yeah, God, that's huge. Yeah. Well, they they doubled the CUDA count from the 2080 Ti. Yeah, and it's they, and it's they went from 4,900 to 10,000. And the pricing <laughs> is way more reasonable this time. Yes, I don't know if they like suckered us in because like the the 2000 series was really expensive, and then now the next one comes out and is like, well, these are so much better, but they're still kind of priced the same. Well, I a I, bit I cheaper. S- I, I said it at the time. I always thought Turing was a was a stopgap yes. between between I, architectures i thought the same thing too and yeah. i only bought it out of necessity not because mm-hmm. i wanted to uh it's because my old card just went up and died so yeah i i've bought three turing cards um just for review here and uh uh and then i've i've gotten a couple others through mm-hmm. through various sources and um they're good cards they're really good cards but their their achilles heel has always been they're just so dang expensive compared to what yeah. pascal was exactly I mean, you could get a used GTX 1080 for 350 bucks. Right. Yeah. And there there's not a better deal in gaming right now. Exactly. Except maybe a 1070 for 200. <laughs> <laughs> if you could find someone willing to part and not, I'm not going to do that. Right. I'm not going to do that. You can ask all you want, but it ain't going to happen. <laughs> yep. So I'm, I'm going to ask one more time, Steve. Uh, <laughs> 225. All final you people offer. trying to lowball me. Oh, 225. No, 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 no. I may, I, may, cash. I may get desperate and go to like 325 and and stock options stock options <laughs> <laughs> i don't need stock options just go to your house and drink your whiskey that's good enough <laughs> that's true it's about the only stock <laughs> options i have right now your stock in your liquor cabinet <laughs> yep Ugh. so yeah uh next generation amd we'll know next month yep. um yep i'm hoping to to know a lot more at release time this time around. We'll see. Right. I'm, I'm we'll more see. excited about the, the Zen 3 than the RDNA 2, but... I'm definitely right. excited for the Zen 3 because now we have to have something powerful enough to power a, a, an RTX 3090. Yes, that's true. Those because the, the, power, the power requirements for that card is pretty big. Right. It's pretty beefy. Right. Do you realize there's a possibility that the CPU will be the limiting factor at 4K with the 3090? Well, the, the 3090 is supposed to do, what, 8K? Yeah, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to do 8K 60. Yeah, and and 4K 100. Yeah, at least that's, that's insane. Right, that's insane. Well, yeah. okay, that's what they say. This is this is still. I've marketing. seen I've seen some benchmarks. I I, I watched the uh, Digital Foundry video, which I trust those guys. Those guys are pretty on yeah. the ball. Yep, there and was a could, Digital Foundry video, yeah. and then EVGA, uh, I guess, shared out a, a tweet with some mm-hmm. benchmarks from Shadow of the Tomb Raider and oh, really? And and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, not all of them were RTX games. Um, right. And uh, there were a couple games that really struggled at at 4K or at 8K, mm-hmm. excuse mm-hmm. me. Uh, Control, which is a full RTX game, yes, it is. I guess yeah. uh, got like seven frames per second at 8K yeah. until you turned on DLSS, Gosh. and then it got 57. Yeah. I heard DLSS is just amazing. 
Yes. It's just so, astronomically, especially with the new 3000. It's, it's and, really... Uh, and Phobos, no, the, the claim with 8K60 was 8K60 rasterized, not DLSS. Uh, that they gave the specs for or the uh, benchmarks for both, both with it on and with it off. Yeah. And with it off, there were still games that were doing well above 60 FPS at 8K. I mean, it was Tetris, but, you know. <laughs> uh, Rocket League was like 108 frames per second at 8K. Really? Oh, my yeah. God, dude. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's not but, the most but, demanding but, game okay. in the world, but do, holy crap, do you, still. Do you even own an 8K monitor? No. No. But you can upscale. I mean, you can obviously yeah. up, or, or, you know, render it right. and then downscale to 4K, but right. oh, that would look, yeah, whatever. But that's still yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. So. This is which is why I want to ditch my 2070 and at least get like well, I'll probably end up getting a 3070, but a 3080 would be nice too. A couple Thir- hundred. I think 3080 is going to be the sweet spot. Yeah, I, I really do. Um, it's just, only a couple hundred more. It's it, not yeah. too bad. Yep. And it's got it's just got that extra oomph. Although, you know, your your price per, for for performance is going to be your your 3070 because it's it's supposed to be the same as your. 2080 yeah, ti 2080 right ti right yeah so but it's it's going to be like uh like 700 cheaper <laughs> something it, like that it's going to be uh yeah 700 cheaper than the 2080 ti yeah. um but if you look at the 699 price point of the 3080 it's only 200 more yes I believe and then it you get has, a little bit more a little bit right more. i believe it has 25 or 30 percent more yeah. coup de cores i mean uh, it's, yes i think it's going to be for the enthusiast market is going to be something that they want to snatch up a little bit more yeah the people who are looking for price performance are probably going to do the 20 the 3070 yep so no i i think i think the 3070 and 3080 are going to sell like hotcakes yeah. um and i'm really curious to see what amd brings out because again yeah. i've been saying this for for feels like since i started this channel uh, AMD needs to get competitive in the graphics realm again. Yep. Um, it, it's been too long. It's been too too long of a one horse show. They they beat Intel mm-hmm. handily. I mean yep. they're 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 crying right now. Yep. Uh, and now they got to be competitive to <laughs> Nvidia. Intel beat but, themselves. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Intel just didn't keep up in the race. Yeah, they just didn't. They just rest on the laurels too much. But um, yeah, they 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 need to get uh, onto Nvidia's level. To keep it competitive, and that might even take some of those costs, those cards down, which would be nice. But uh, I don't see that happening. Yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see with this next announcement. Yep. Uh, Dunkel Ara, Dunkel, I believe. Uh, hi, Jeff from Switzerland. Hello. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and uh, related to the AMD news is uh, we have a alleged f- photograph alleged photograph yeah if i could speak properly uh of potentially a big navi card who knows we don't In- know engineering sample with what looks like a cpu block on it mm-hmm. yes <laughs> i know is, i saw that which that is awesome weird. i know <laughs> which is probably means like a, a ex- not experimental but like a prototype or something right it, yeah. it's an engineering sample yeah you know there, there's you know they got the board layout figured out but they're still working on machining the right the coolers for them yeah so they just um, stuck, stuck a cpu cooler on it yeah yeah who has not thought about putting a hyper 212 evo on a graphics card <laughs> who among us can say yeah um but yeah uh so not much is known um uh, eight video memory bits. Mm-hmm. 
So this graphics card is likely only 256-bit. Uh, so that's about all we know. Yeah, it's and it's a it's a real picture. It's not a blurry Bigfoot picture. So right. it seems like uh seems legit. Yep. But uh, not much is known from just like the stickers and stuff like that. So who knows really what it is. Yeah, if you could read the stickers, I bet whoever took the picture is going to be in trouble. Yeah, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> but you can't you can't really read. It. It's kind of blurred out a little bit. No. You can't zoom and enhance. Right. Although you can kind of see the uh, the power supply, the thermotake, mm-hmm. thermal take down there. I can't tell what the model number is, and you might have some kind yeah. of inkling as what kind of power consumption it might have, but. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think you'll even get that off of it. Yeah. Because um, we can see some power connectors to it. It looks like at least one eight pin. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see a second lead on the back side of the car that's I, I don't conveniently either. cropped out. Yep. Yeah. So. There could be another one there. You don't know. But uh, and for all we know, this is the entry level big Navi card. I mean, mm. they could have much, much larger cards that have not sampled yet or because remember, we're still almost a full six weeks away from the announcement of our DNA, too. Yeah. Um, so but I'm sure more leaks like this will uh, will be. Coming yeah, out I mean, the fact that the announcement forth. is so close that this seems like a realistic leak that it, it, mm. it, it would seem, you know, valid. DIY perks just put a hyper 212 on a on a GPU. Oh, I told you. <laughs> I told you. It's it's the equivalent of getting those Hemi engines and with, with the exhaust <laughs> the blower. The, yeah, with the blower on the top. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's the that's the computer builder's equivalent. That's exactly right. Uh reminds me of that old Dell case with the hacksaw oh, yeah. taken to it so they oh, could yeah. put in a full high graphics card. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah. I have a couple of those cases and I'm like, yeah. ah, I wonder if I can do that. That doesn't seem that bad of an idea, actually. Yeah. I can just saw off the edges right there. That, that'd work okay. Yep. I mean, less cooling. It's all, just keep a box fan next to it. Anyone else hate that it's video cards with a Z? Really, are we a kid in the 90s selecting a username and video cards was already oh, yeah. taken? Well, I'm sure, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure the company that runs it are like, ah, oh, man, this yeah. is, <laughs> this is, but we're already established. What are they going to do? Right. You're going to rebrand and no one's going to, no one's going to visit your site anymore. You know, there was a Twitter thread yesterday that I read. Uh, I can't remember who it was, but uh, someone said, man, aren't, uh, before you started doing stuff on YouTube, aren't you glad that you didn't try to use your Hacker speak name yeah. that you had from the, like the late nineties and oh, whatnot? Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, rather attach a, an appropriate name to your YouTube channel so yeah. you actually have legitimacy. Right. Because once you're known as a name, you're known as that name. Um, <laughs> yeah. You don't want to be beef farts ZZZ or something like right. that as a YouTube channel. Right. You thought it was funny. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, you can only play that up to like a thousand subscribers yeah, after yeah. that you yeah yeah so <laughs> xxx video card z420 elite hacks or <laughs> video cards is three guys with limited funding they're in it for the shits and giggles yes they are and by the way how's it going ian <laughs> <laughs> tech tech so, potato tech tech potato if you have not subbed to tech tech potato yet go sub to tech tech potato that is uh dr ian cutrus yeah, Tech Tech Potato. That's that's a pretty good YouTube name, actually. 
Yes. So, but hey, good to see you, Ian. <laughs> All right. Um, unfortunately, I think that's about. We there was like nothing. Uh, <laughs> That there was nothing this week, absolutely yeah. nothing. Uh, we're just dodging fires and, and trying not to die from smoke inhalation is kind of what we did last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. If there has been news in the past couple of days, I haven't seen it because no. I've been preventing smoke from pouring into my house right. and all that kind yeah. of stuff. I so. mean, I, I I I looked, I dug today, and there was some small things. Oh, actually, you no, know we we do have one more. Actually, fairly big. Um, I wouldn't say fairly big. But um, it dropped today. Oh, that's right, Android. And that's, that's the right. Android 11 release, which is um, Red Velvet Cake, right? Red Velvet Cake, I think is what it is, is the code name. Red Velvet Cake, that's right. Yep. Um, and not a huge, um, big, giant update. Some small things that are kind of neat, but uh, apparently some of the big things are more developer-oriented. Mm -hmm. um, which I haven't even explored. I haven't done any Android development in a year or two, so I haven't even looked at it. But some things, uh, one of them that I kind of like is um, notification prioritization. Mm -hmm. So you can prioritize which notifications you want to come up to the top, which ones you want to be at the bottom. Which is oh. something I've been asking for years yes, of, of yeah. a standard Android shell. Yes, I want to. I want to. I want to see my work email come before all my Discord chats. Yes. So it's like, not that I don't like talking to you, Discord people. You're all wonderful people. When I'm when I'm waking up, that's not the first thing I want to see. I want to see if my boss is yelling at me for something. So um, yeah, I, I want to see the prioritization at the top, which is great. This is this is a good good feature that I can get behind. Yeah. Uh, on top of that, though, there's also notification history. As I don't know if you've ever like got a notification, accidentally swiped it, and like, oh, what the, what was that? <laughs> what was that? Uh, <laughs> what was that? Uh, Who's calling? Uh, yeah. You you can go back and look at your history. Yep. I've done that several times. There was one that came up that says, hey, there's someone that wants to meet you in your area. I swiped it to the left, and I'm like, oh, oops, that's the wrong app. Yep. Uh, it was a I, notification. I did that. I think uh, twice today, yeah, where I got I a notification I and I pulled it down and by pulling it down i also swiped it away it's like no what it was could, it couldn't, couldn't now i have to go back now now you can have history by default it's not turned on yep but you have to go turn it on but at least it's something there so you can have notification history which is nice and uh let's see what else uh chat bubbles if you're a fan of the facebook yeah. messenger system which i don't know a single person on this planet I, who is i am not i do know a few people that i see that they use it i don't know if they're a fan of it and they, maybe they just don't know how to turn it off Mm -hmm. But I am not a fan of it because that's like the first thing I turned off. I don't like chat bubbles, but uh, chat bubbles is something that's uh, in Android 11 for all messaging apps that you want. So if you want your Twitter or your, you know, you just your normal SMS uh, uh, text messaging app, it can be a bubble now. Yep. Uh, Android 11 screen recorder built in. Yeah, which is something native. I'm particularly excited about because in the past when I've done, I've done a couple of videos on, on mobile things, I've had to buy a screen recorder and then dump it to MPEG and then send it over to drive or whatever else, man, if there was a tool just built in that would handle that, that'd be amazing. Yeah. And now there is. Now there is, it's already in there. Um, yeah, there was like plenty of, of, uh, third party screen mm -hmm. recorders, but now you got one built into Android 11. Yep. And I guess they're revitalizing uh, media controls. They're putting them 
they're, they're actually because like media controls are there they're already there so when you lock your screen it's like there but if you do your notifications it's like at the top yeah which is not where my thumb's at anymore. which is yeah i know so um <laughs> they moved that they moved that so it's it's a little more intuitive a little more it's at the bottom actually so yeah it's a little better um so you can still see your notifications at the top and then your your media controls are at the bottom so not a, a big um change it's just really just moving something um i guess better smart device uh integration so if anybody has their whole house like i, I know you got your um, light bulbs are all wired and smart devices and stuff like that. So now you can easily integrate that into Android. Yeah, not all of them. And I'm, I haven't been particularly happy with these ones um, because they're not local. I want local control. Um, right now, if I don't have internet, my lights don't change. So oh, yeah. I can't okay. directly change it from my smartphone. I can change the color all I want. I can right. do that and whatnot. Oh, yeah, there you go. Yeah. But... Uh, but if my internet is not connected, my lights don't change. They don't respond to my smartphone. It's like, I'm literally on the same broadcast network as you. Yeah, it should totally work. Why can I not change the color of my lights? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yep. Still looking for some kind of open source solution. You know, I've I've looked at OpenHab. I've looked at, uh, what is it, Home Assistant and a couple others. Yeah, Home and, Assistant, yeah. Um. To me, they don't feel fully fleshed out. Yeah, they need some work. They just don't, right? Um, so I, I'll, I'll give them a try again. Um, but because uh, yeah, a couple people already chimed in. Home assistant. Yeah, um, I'll probably give that a look again. The last time I looked, I was still in between houses. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, um, and it hasn't been a huge priority here to get that up and running. But it, I would like to get that up and running because uh, I am going to be running some cameras here before too long, and I'd like you know, to tie in as much as, as I can to a single offline, you know, I own servers. There's yeah. no reason in the world I shouldn't be able to control this crap. Yeah. So, so yeah, lots of new Android yeah. stuff coming. Uh, someone pointed out in the chat and I completely forgot leading up to today. Xbox also made an announcement this week. Oh yeah, that's right. They had their, their price announcement. Right. Yeah. The pricing announcement the and the announcement of their second console. The the, the, Xbox the series S, S the S yes. one the one that looks like a eighties boombox right yeah it's yeah. got the big giant speaker on the side yeah <laughs> um and uh, this was really clever the way it was done because the price was leaked it was leaked at like eleven thirty p.m. or something like that mm -hmm. and uh, Microsoft responded by just posting a bunch of memes and one of them was the the awkward monkey the oh yeah. From uh, uh, the, 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 yeah, the, the the puppet, puppet one, yeah. the puppet one, yeah, yeah, the puppet, yeah, um, mm -hmm. and and that's all it was, just acknowledging that the leak had happened. Yeah, at three in the morning, they dropped the the price of the Xbox, and they said, "Well, the cat's out of the bag, so here it is, two ninety nine, and know. here it is. Um, uh, here's the Series S, here's the Series X, and two ninety nine and four nine four ninety nine. Yeah, I and, mean it's uh, it's a pretty good competitive price point to be quite honest. It's a very it's, competitive um, price point. The other thing that uh kind of got lost in all that though was did you realize they're offering zero interest financing for the consoles now? Twenty five uh, twenty five dollars a month for the Series S, thirty five dollars a month for the Series X. Hmm. And it comes with Xbox Game Pass. Interesting. So zero upfront cost. It's yeah. double the cost of an Xbox Game Pass subscription. But you get yeah. But you get the console with it. I, 
I can see that being like m maybe a useful thing for some people, I guess, who who, who don't want to like just plunk down all that money right away on a console. A new console comes out, you start paying it. Just like right. how people like to lease cars, you know, they'll lease mm -hmm. cars, they'll pay cheaper than what a normal payment is, but they'll turn it in in a couple of years and they'll get something next up. They're continually paying on a car, but you know they always get something new. Right. Not quite the same concept, but. I've but never heard still. of somebody financing a, a a console before, right? Because even even though they're they're not any much different than what the Xbox One X was when when it first came out. I know financing for three hundred bucks is that's like maybe there's some high school kid that wants to build their own credit. I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't <laughs> know. Like, but it seems kind of like I don't know. But for me, it. I mean, if you think about five hundred dollars from the perspective of, you know, I, I'm I'm pretty. I'm well off enough. If I wanted to go buy right. an Xbox, I can go buy an Xbox. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I could plunk down 500 bucks and buy a right. Series X. Yeah. Not everyone just has $500. There's the vast majority who just yeah. don't have $500 laying right. around. Right. Um, but we're living in the day and age of subscription services yep. and, and everything else. Yeah. 35 a month. That's and it, and it totally. Is, and, it is, and it's, and it's, and it's half in, of your Game Pass their, anyway. Yeah. Game Pass anywhere. Yeah. Right. So it's not a bad deal. I can see that being an upsell that, that mm -hmm. people might go after and, and, and take after. And I'd be kind of, I mean, I wouldn't do it and you probably wouldn't do it, but, um, it, it actually kind of made me think about doing it. Really? Um, uh, cause I was thinking about getting Xbox game pass anyway, because mm -hmm. they're also integrating EA games into it, uh, next month. Right. And so they're adding that library and it's 15 bucks a month. You mm -hmm. get, what 500 games on a rotating schedule right um it's like well that's my entire steam library and if i could i, I can't I, I can't i can't i mean i could i can afford to do all these some of these game passes if i wanted to right but i have i have my backlog is so full it would just be money being thrown away because i would never oh, totally get to them. i would never right. get to them in time I, right. my backlog is just so Back but I also it's find okay. myself missing out on a couple console exclusives per generation. That's true, and uh, and whatnot. And although I, the, the only ones that I can think of that could be potentially missed are not from the Xbox side, mm -hmm. because they'll come to Windows. Uh, it's the uh, the the PlayStation side. Um, those are the those are the exclusives that hardly ever come to the PC. Um. For uh, how long is the term? It's actually a twelve month. Um, it's uh, it's twenty five dollars a month. That's three hundred dollars for the year for the Xbox One Series S. Right. Um, and that's all it is. Twenty five dollars a month is three hundred bucks a year. So, uh, and it's your console. It's not. It's not a lease. It's a. Yeah. It's not it's a, a lease. It's a zero percent interest financing. Right. Right. But but it's it it's something that Microsoft can do could, to get you into their ecosystem. Right. And that's exactly what they want to do. Uh, right. They want to sell it to you as a service. And then once you're hooked in there for a year, they'd be like, oh, I'll just stick with it. You know, this is, this is back to the day of the Xbox 360 being a lost leader rather than them making money on the hardware. Right. Um, because if, uh, if you remember back to the Xbox 360, that was during a technology boom and, and during an mm -hmm. economic boom, that was 2004, 2005. And uh, before, you know, the, the great recession and, and housing crisis and everything right. else. And so, uh, people had money to burn, but at the same time, if Xbox goes, you know what? One ninety nine gets you a console. Now the console was worth well more than that. Oh, and, yeah. the, the hardware the, in the Xbox 360 at the time was phenomenal it, for it, the price it, point. Right. It's the only time in the history of consoles that they've ever, even for a couple of months, eclipsed what a PC could do. Right. 
Um, and it was only for a couple of months, but, yeah. but it was there and it was real. Yeah. And, uh, um, yeah, the, so they sold an Xbox Arcade for one ninety nine, and then I think the thirty gig version for two ninety nine or something like that. But the arcade version sucked. I mean, because you it had sucked. To, it sucked. It, you it you had to you had to run it off of the the DVD drive, right? Um, and but it was at one ninety nine, you got into the ecosystem. Right. You, you could upgrade to a hard drive for one hundred and thirty bucks later on. Yeah, and you could start buying Microsoft games. Yeah, and and that was exactly the point of it. And yeah. the PS uh, the PS three. Uh, at they, the same time, yeah, did and, the same thing, and they released it when with with Halo, right? Halo mm-hmm. came out. Uh, yep. No, not Halo, but Halo, that was Halo Three. Two, Halo Three, yeah, that's right. Yeah, so that was the big the big game, and everybody wanted it. So a, a two hundred dollar price point, and they they can get the new Halo game that was big. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think I think it's kind of an interesting move, um, but it does seem silly. Like financing a three hundred dollar console, it just seems, I don't know. You're right. It it might work out. I don't know. I, I'd be right. kind of curious to see. It would. It would. Like if I was going to purchase this and be like, well, you know, you can plunk down three hundred bucks right now, or you can have this, you know, live service have all these games, and then you just keep paying this for that twenty five bucks a year or twenty five mm-hmm. bucks a month, have it paid off in a year, and you get all these games for a year you can play. That that that's kind of attractive. I can see that kind of working. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe. So. Yeah. We'll see. No, it, it took me from like a, I don't need a new console to, you know what? If I'm going to look at buying Xbox Game Pass anyway, mm-hmm. what's another 10 bucks a month? Yeah. And now I have the console. Yeah. And now I can play it in the living room and I've got right. a library of other games that I wouldn't have normally bought. Yeah. You know, so that, to me, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Now, is the is the new flight simulator going to be on the uh, the new Xbox? Uh, I have no idea. Because hmm. I got, because I, I got... I got the I have the Xbox Game Pass. I got it free. Mm-hmm. I got a three three month free trial for it, and it came with the uh, the flight simulator. And I tried that a little bit, and it was interesting. Um, I was able to crash into my house, uh, and that's about as far as I got. Yep. But uh, I was kind of curious if that was coming out for the new uh, console too. Sorry, trying to catch up on like three chats at once. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. Just checked them. hundred and thirty-six k not played consoles in nine years. Yeah, I have not. I haven't played consoles. The last console I owned was the Wii. That was the last console I owned. Uh, where am I? Where's my gamer score at? Because um, I haven't played my Xbox since two thousand eleven. I want to say. Yeah. Um, except when I went out and bought Red Dead Redemption Two. And an Xbox One specifically to play Red Dead Redemption 2. Because mm-hmm. uh, I wasn't going to wait a year and a half to play that game. <laughs> um, but uh, I think I was at 90,000, 95, something like that. I might have just crossed 100. It was it was somewhere right around that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, was, I, think... I, was, I, think I, I think I crossed 100 because I was racing my friend to 100 and I beat him and then I stopped playing the Xbox. Oh, okay. It's just like, <laughs> I was like, done. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I don't think I ever even paid attention to my score because I never mm-hmm. had an Xbox, but I did have. Well, it was because they they had the Windows Live accounts, which mm-hmm. were tied to your Xbox Live. Right. Right. They're supposed to be shared. Uh, I think that still kept transferring. So I mean, even with yeah. even with the Xbox Live account I have now, it's still the same one. Yep. I don't I don't I don't even know what my gamer score was. I don't even think it. It's like not even five hundred. I don't know what it is. I, I hardly ever use it. I well, I can tell it. you, I got pretty much every achievement for GTA 4, and and uh, there was another game I had on both. 
Um, oh yeah, that's right. Because GTA Four was tied to your Windows was Live games account. for Windows Live. Yeah, yeah. Um, and there was there was yeah. another game that I also played the heck out of that I bought on the Xbox and then later got on the PC. That was also games for Windows, Windows Live. Live. Yeah. Um, so yeah, probably somewhere around like seven or eight thousand of my points are just two games. <laughs> yeah, because you just got all the achievements. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have anyway. I have more in my into my into my Steam level, which really has nothing to do with actual gaming and has more to do with like how much money you've spent on steam on, and on cards and how many cards you crashed in and how many experience points you get doing steamy stuff yep not necessarily playing games yep i've gotten oh. something like 10 games worth of money from selling cards from oh, yeah, playing yeah, games yeah, yeah. on steam oh yeah no i do too like I, like i'll that's what i'll do is i'll about once I'll, every six months i'll just go in there and cash out every card that yeah, i have yeah i'll take i'll take all the cards and i'll just sell them all and then Put I'll them usually, on the marketplace yep. i'll yep i'll usually have enough money when the uh the summer or winter sale comes rolling around and i'll i'll pick some good game either with a heavy discount or get it just outright from just selling cards yep which yeah I, i'll wind that that's kind of nice Which I have to go look. What what is my Steam level? Sixty-eight. Which is um I've seen way higher. I've seen people into the couple thousands. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm at thirteen, but it's because I didn't game the system at all. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean I just that was just from like I think uh uh from the very beginning crafting some a few things and um I know that your years of service uh increases uh, 100 xp every year yeah i think and i no no it does 50 every year because i'm at 16 years and i have 800 exp from that so i pretty much i pretty much signed up on my steam account when half-life 2 came out <laughs> ian says i was first in the world to get a 100 gamer score or 1000 gamer score on some pro darts game at that age it was my claim to fame <laughs> <laughs> yep I'm trying to think of uh uh, my claim to fame was I won, uh, still tied to Microsoft, uh, you know, the gamer score thing. Um, yeah. so this was in 2009, I want to say it was right after mm -hmm. fallout three came out. Oh yeah. There was a, there was a games for windows live contest going on. And if you logged in and played a games for windows live game, uh, it would on, on a certain, on any day. Mm-hmm. Every day that you played, you would get your name in a hat. And at the oh, end okay. of that week, they would draw the names of people. So you could have up to seven entries per week if you played every single day. Mm -hmm. um, well, uh, I knew the contest was going on and you didn't have to opt into it. You simply yeah. logged into Games for Windows Live and played. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. you got you got thrown into this, this hat. And uh, uh, right around, that was in December 2009. Um, is when they were running that contest. Right around March, I received an email from some random company telling me that I had won a grand prize. Now I went, mm. yeah, right. Yeah, you thought it was like a spam thing or something? I, I, I could have swore it was spam. And it came into my inbox, and so I looked right. up the company, and, and this was a public relations company that deals with game giveaways. And I went, mm. oh, maybe. Maybe. I don't remember entering anything. Yeah. And then it said, yeah, you've won an Alienware M17X fully loaded nice. laptop. Nice. The $3,500 laptop. Yeah. Um, so here's the specs for the day. It was a uh, Core 2 Quad 9600. It was the mobile 
Core 2 Quad. Mm -hmm. um, it was dual 9800 GTX graphics cards in SLI. So 512 megabytes each. Oh, wow. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I think 8 gigabytes of DDR2. Nice. 17-inch uh, 1080p display. That, back then, that was sweet. Right? That was 2009. Like cream of the crop. Yeah. Um, so I received the laptop, I turned it on and I went, Ooh, that's really pretty. And I put it on eBay. Oh yeah. I just sold it. <laughs> I sold it, uh, made enough money to build myself a brand new Nehalem desktop an X58 desktop with an i7 920 and also pay off the taxes that I had to, <laughs> to oh, yeah. pay for, <laughs> for winning a $3,500 prize. Yeah. So broke even and had myself a brand new well, state of the art gaming that's PC. kind of probably the way to do it. Yep. Well, I'm done with my beer. I'm going to open my second one. Yeah, I'm literally finishing mine now. All right. So I'm going to do – this is a classic. Uh, so Oscar Blues, which is in uh, the Denver area. Mm -hmm. I think it's just a little bit outside of Denver. I'm not sure. But... Oh, wrong camera. There we go. There you go. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> uh, Old Chub. Old Chub. Old Chub, which is a Scotch ale. I'm kind of mixing it up from the IPAs. As much as I love IPAs, I like a good multi big Scotch ale every once in a while too you said scotch ale and now i really feel like a scotch ale well you got a fridge behind you that you can just pluck through and well that, the want. scotch ale is in the garage fridge oh <laughs> all right well you kind of shot yourself in the foot there i did because my next beer was going to be another ipa it was a bigger ipa but it was another I, ipa I, that's well that's why my third beer is an ipa if we if we get to a third beer but and this one's actually really good too because i've had it before it's uh, revisions, uh, quarantine dreams. Oh, nice! It's it's actually really good, mm -hmm. um, and I've had it before, so I'm just like, yeah, you know, have it again. If, if we get to it, sometimes we don't get to the third beer or not. Yeah. But. All right, let me go dig in my fridge. Let me see if I end up All with right, a ten percent IPA or if I come back with something else. Ten percent IPA. <laughs> Usually, those are malty enough to kind of be a substitute for a Scotch ale. Mm. Mm. Oh my god, that's great. Roasty, sweet, malty, a little bit of hoppy. I don't know if you guys ever had Old Chub. It's a funny name. Great beer. Oscar Blues. Um, I'm planning on going there in the next couple of weeks. I'm going to go visit my brother in Denver. And then we're going to go brewery hopping uh, if they're open. We'll see what goes on. But, oh, there's somebody who says, hi, I love craft computing. Uh, that's good. Mm. If you drink Baileys from a shoe, well, will you drink Baileys from a shoe? I don't have any Baileys. I don't think Kraft has any Baileys. Um, drink Sambuca. Okay. Oh, Tech Tech Potato says uh, Sambuca. Okay. I love Sambuca. Uh, when I first started doing uh, my own uh, brewing, I made a uh, black licorice porter which was phenomenal because I loved Sambuca and I wanted to have like this big black licorice flavored beer. And, uh, it was great. Uh, if, if you liked black licorice and I have yet to find a commercial beer with that much flavor of black licorice in it. Even all the ones that I say that have a lot of black licorice in it never came close to the one I homebrewed. So I'm thinking I'm probably going to do that one again because I cannot find another beer that has that much black licorice flavor in it. Oh, why so many fire extinguishers? Because Oregon is on fire. Yeah. There is literally giants. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, there's there you fire go. extinguishers. Yeah. There's there's literally giant wildfires right outside our doorstep. Yeah. Uh, uh, so 
the the story right now is what was it three or six hundred and twenty thousand acres have burned since last Saturday. Yes, or something like yeah. that. Yes. Uh, that, it, oh, wait, there's there's a, there is a meme cabinet behind me. Someone's asking me. Yes, that's yes. my meme cabinet. Yeah. Um, and then someone asked, uh, Tech Tech Potato, are you the real YouTuber? Yes, that is actually Ian. So, um, and uh, yeah, so something like six hundred and twenty thousand acres of Oregon have burned since last Saturday, like five days. Yeah. Um, and this is the. Uh, most active fires Oregon has ever seen on record in 120 years. Yeah. Um, and I just got word from my wife. She popped her head in a second ago. Uh, apparently, Steve, you'll know this one. Uh, the McDonald's at the Lincoln City 101 cutoff is on fire. Really? Yep. Oh, everybody knows that one. Yep. That's right across from the McMinimins. Is the uh, McMinimins big, on fire? Big and pancake right there as yeah, well. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Is it? Oh man, that's yeah. That's sucks. that's on fire right now. Is the McMinimins on fire? Do you know that? I don't know. I haven't. That's heard. right across the street from there. Yeah. Oh man, I did not know. Well. Yeah. No. Lincoln City was evacuated earlier today, or the majority yeah. of of the northern I hope, part. I hope so because that was like yeah. I heard it was like extremely backed up because there's yeah. only one major highway going in and out of Lincoln City because it's yeah. right on the coast. Maybe people got in their boats and just took off because if you're out in the middle of the ocean, eh, the fire's not going to get you there. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you know people in Oregon, uh, be thinking about them, be thinking about us. Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, they're still about 15 miles away from us, but they've been moving tens of miles at a time. Yes. They, uh, in, in single days. Yeah. Uh, two days ago, they were 60 miles away from us. Today, they're I, 15 miles away from I us. I probably will not be sleeping tonight. Uh, I'll probably be staying up and just uh, monitoring everything. Yep. Um, I'll boil myself a pot of coffee after this. Right. Uh, Dr. Ian on Talking Heads. Let's do it. We should do that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ian, I officially invite you to be a co-host on Talking Heads one day. (laughs) Feel free to take up one of John's slots. No one wants to see me. <laughs> Don't tell John, but that's actually what I do. John gets two slots per month. The other two each get one. Yeah. And so I don't want to, you know, cut them off. And so. All right. So I am having an old favorite. Oh, Megalodon. Ninkasi Megalodon. It is a 10.5% Imperial IPA. Um, or ten percent. One of my one of my favorite Nicosis. It actually is yep. one of my favorite Nicosis because it's it's their sure. big giant IPA. Yep. Super nice, hoppy, sweet, malty. I think it kind of has a little more hop bite than normal. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it the sweet maltiness kind of balances out really good with it. Yeah. Yeah. The the first beer the uh, the Shikopi, um was. Uh, um, it was, it was bitter, all, bitter and dry all the way through. Mm-hmm. It was, it was very, very good. It was very pleasant. Um, but this is a, a dramatic change from that. And you mm-hmm. can see all the active yeast that's inside of this one too. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's floaties. <laughs> um, but, uh, this one, there's, there's a real heavy hop forwardness to it, but mm-hmm. there's a real pleasant malt that kind of meets you right in the middle of it. Yeah. And, uh, very, very good. Mm. I know. I've I've had Megalodon several times, and it's, I think, probably my favorite mm-hmm. Ninkasi. 
I think that goes to Dawn of the Red, but this is certainly up in that conversation. Uh, Dawn of the Red is is a pretty good red by itself, but what I, it's a, it's a very good everyday drinking right. beer. Um, but like if I was to say like okay, I want a really good IPA from Nikasi, that's what I would probably pick. Yes, I agree. In a in a sea of pretty good IPAs that mm-hmm. they produce. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Tricera hops is also very good. Tricera hops, uh, total domination. Total domination. Total uh, domination is is a little. If people aren't like big into the super um, big bitter hop beers, mm-hmm. they probably won't like total domination. Uh, and, prismatic. And prismatic for their juicy. Prismatic is awesome. It's, it's a, a great, great just, IPA. Just yeah. just great everyday drinking beer. Yep. Yeah. Price to performance beer. There we go. Price performance is legendary. Yes, it, it is. is actually. Uh, this four pack of pints was ten bucks. Actually, you want to talk about a price to performance beer? Uh, when John, okay, so people in the Pacific Northwest, there's one of the the biggest bottle shops that we have around in this area called John's Marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's just this big bottle shop. Are you talking about that fifteen percent Belgian or whatever? Yes, yes. So, <laughs> so, so they opened a second location. John's Marketplace mm-hmm. opened a second location, and me and my brother John hops and brews. We went up there for the grand opening and they had this like, I think it was, I think it was Czechoslovakian or something like that. It was a, a 14% Belgian quad for $2 and 50 cents. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, there's your price per performance beer right there. So I picked up that and it tasted like, um, it tasted like uh, malt liquor with a slight Belgian flavor to it is exactly what it tasted like. Yep. <laughs> Belgian malt liquor. Yes, Belgian malt liquor is what it was. Uh, Ian asked a great question. Uh, I've heard that YouTube has a habit of recommending you less after 100,000 subs if you don't double down on content. Did I experience that? Yes. Um, now, uh, for those who know the history of my channel, I crossed 100,000 subs last July, so a year ago in July. Mm-hmm. Um, that was also the week that I moved out of my house and moved into my in-law's place while we were... Mm-hmm. Uh, basically looking for another house to buy. Uh, so we sold our place, we moved out, and then we sat for six months trying to find the right house. And I um, missed those days because his in-laws at the time lived like a block away from me. Uh, it's closer to two. It's like two blocks, yeah. Closer to two. Yeah. But we could stagger home after a hop. It was great. We're like, do I have to drive home? No, I'm walking home. All right. Let's, good. Let's go. good. Let's go break yeah. it. So unfortunately, every time Steve was on, it turned into like a 2 a.m. rating my liquor cabinet. <laughs> yeah. I have to work in the morning, Steve. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah. See, if you had gone full time then, it would have been even better because you're like, oh, you didn't have to go to work the next day. Right. I mean, yeah. I would, but I was still working from home at the time. So it's right. like, cares? Well, now that I'm working from home, I'm, I'm yeah. good for it. Yeah, but- yeah. Yeah, but now but then, I live. But then, but then now you live like you know twenty miles away. I, right. I got to drive back. Yeah, exactly. Um, but anyway, so I sold my house last July, um, and between July and December, I only produced eight videos. Um, it was uh, difficult to produce videos where I was at. Uh, we still kept the live show going, uh, which I think kind of counted as a video, but. Um, yeah. I had a couple good videos hit. I had, I had like two that hit a hundred thousand out of that batch. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, my numbers seriously tanked last year. Um, and then even the majority of this year, I've been trying to get them back by producing a solid one video per week. And, uh, they've been kind of floundering until May when I decided 
to make the leap. And uh, now that I'm producing two a week, I'm literally up almost 300% in viewership uh, since since April 1st That's of awesome. this year. So. Yeah. Maybe it's just because I'm happier. I don't know. Ah, the ratings are up. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, you know, everybody's stuck at home. What else are they going to do? Watch you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So, yeah, my uh, my numbers didn't go up in March when everyone was home. My numbers started going up like the middle of April when people were like begrudgingly being sent back to work. Oh, I see. I got so. they're, they're like at work and like I got nothing else to do. Yeah. yeah. No one's coming into the store. I might as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. See what Craft Computing's building today. Yeah. Uh, Evan Merklin can't breathe outside right now. How about you guys? Yes, we cannot breathe outside either. Yeah. It's very, very smoky out there. It smells like a inside of a trigger. <laughs> Funny enough, uh, so we have uh, anti-maskers in Salem and whatnot. Yeah. And they're they're a special breed of people. But I was uh, I mentioned I was at Costco earlier today. And uh, there was a van in a handicap spot with a vinyl lettered back of their van that said, I can't breathe. And during the fire apocalypse that we were yeah. happening <laughs> as I was walking out of Costco, I just started busting up laughing. That's true. I right? bet you put a mask on now because there's smoke in the air. But yeah. yeah, God forbid you don't give someone COVID. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 really <laughs> And by really the way, bad. they're shopping at Costco, which very very much enforces the get the hell out of our store if you don't have a mask <laughs> on. So. Yeah, I I just checked. I haven't seen anything really change too much firewise. <laughs> that sounds grueling. Yes, I said I lived for with my in-laws for 6 months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I know it was a pain on you, but I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. Oh, I, I thought it was great most of the time. Yeah. But uh, no, they're they're great people. I just, <laughs> they're still my in-laws. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I well, most of my, like, I would never stay with my in-laws because, well, my mother-in-law is, is passed away, so it would just be my father-in-law, and he lives in a trailer, so that's not going to happen. Right. Uh, but I wouldn't want to live with my parents either. Yeah which they actually have a fairly nice house with you know, lots of space, but I wouldn't want to stay there for any length of time either. Yeah. Overnight driving through. Sure. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. Well, yeah. they, they don't live too far away either. I mean, yeah. Go visit them for dinner every once in a while. That's fine. Uh, have you already tested the S7150? Mine is worse on benchmarks than the grid K2, even the K1. I have not tested them yet. Uh, they're actually on the floor behind me awaiting to get put into a server. <laughs> So, um, I'm hoping to take a little bit different spin on, on the, the 7150s, but we'll see. We'll see. What's your different spin going to be? Uh, well, I've tested the grid K2 mm -hmm. and I'm that, hoping yeah. they do better than that. <laughs> okay. okay that's the, so I'm, that's, I'm hoping for better results. How's that? That's, that's the, oh, yeah, that's the biggest spin I've yeah. ever heard. <laughs> I can't breathe is the BLM slogan. Uh, no, the anti-maskers have also taken it up because yeah, it's kinda, they can't it, breathe because I have a mask on my face. It and goes blah, back blah, 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 blah. and forth. It's kind of hard. Yeah. It's kind of confusing um, yeah. this day and age. Would I stay with John? Um, yeah, actually I would. His, I, you've seen his beer fridge. I'd stay in his garage. I'd stay I'd stay there. Just give time. me a cot. So, yeah. Let's go hang out with him. I'm like, oh, yeah, what do you want to drink? Oh. 
Steve, it's 105 in the garage. Yeah, Whatever. I, I said care. I'll yeah, sleep in the garage. the garage. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, everyone like the stream real quick. That's a great reminder. Go like this stream yeah. if you haven't done so already. Smash anyway, the like button. Smash that like button. Or hit that like button. Yeah. Smash it if that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> Peter McKinnon up in here. Uh, let's see. Let's get into a little bit of beer news. Sure. What little beer news we have. What little beer we news we have. And most yep. of the beer news we have is little. Um, uh, so I guess the first reminder is watch what you eat because you might be drinking it later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So um, <laughs> there has been a, uh, I guess, Modern Farmer is a, a brewery, I guess. I don't know. But they've been um, using recycled toilet water to make beer. Who is Modern Farmer? I don't know. I should have probably read this a little closer. Uh, it looks like they are a brewery. They're brewery. Okay, so I was right. So Modern Farmer. Yeah. It sounds, sounds right. Um, but yeah, they, they've been oh, no, doing... No, they're, they're just a website. Okay. Oh, they're just a website. Okay. So this is according to the source material. So thank you, John, for linking me to source material. Yeah, there you go. Thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, they, they've been talking about... Use, well, I mean, I guess it depends. Water is... is as anybody who's ever brewed beer before, your source water is is key to making a good flavored beer. Water is everything. Yeah, water is everything. If the water is too hard, it's not going to turn out that good. Um, if it's too soft, it's not going to turn out that good. A little mineral content is pretty good. Um, so, you know, if, if the water is treated enough and it's came from recycled toilet water, mm -hmm. you're probably going to be okay as long as you don't advertise on your beer that it came from recycled toilet water. Right. Um, yeah, you know those water treatment facilities? Those are either taking poo and throwing them into the ocean after yeah. they treat it and filter it and get rid of all the nastiness, or they're putting it back into the drinking supply. Yeah, exactly. So you're already doing it. So you're already doing it anyway. Um, <laughs> right. Eventually, one way or the other. I mean, this kind of reminds me of um, the time that uh, Rogue put out the the Beard Beer. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. So, yeah. uh, the beer yeast. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So, so Rogue, uh, is a brewery out in they're They're pretty famous. They do dead guy. So, and they're pretty nationally distributed. So everybody should know them. They made a beer called beard beer where the yeast came from one of the head brewers beard. They mm -hmm. actually took a couple strands of his beard, uh, cultivated the yeast and then put that into a beer and they called it beard beer. Yep. And I'm like, okay, it sounds gross on its surface right right but, but they're cultivating, they're cultivating the yeast. yeast but yeast is just yeast i mean they right. cultivated the yeast from something right and it's it's no there's no hair in the in the drink it's just the right. yeast that they cultivated and so and it i had it i thought it was actually really good um but uh it did not sell well and why didn't it sell well because they called it beard beer right <laughs> because this, this is yeast sourced from some guy's beard right no one liked that idea. Um, so, yes, even though this thing is uh, recycled toilet water and it's completely fine, I'm sure it's going to be great. It's going to taste fine. No one wants to know that it came from recycled toilet water. Yeah, That's not an advertising. That's not a, that's not a right. point that you want to put, you know, now with more toilet water. You know, you don't want to put that on your Made advertising. Made from reclamated. Yeah. yeah. Stop. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Right. Don't do that. Like if if you want to say made from the yeast strains found from a sunken ship off of Australia, that's a selling point. Yeah, that's going to be something unique and different. But you don't want right. to do something gross, you know. Right. 
pube beer. Yeah, pube beer yeah, would be. Pube beer. Yeah. I would still try pube beer, honestly. I'd be fine with that. I know you would. I would. I mean, you liked I, the pepperoni pizza beer. I, <laughs> okay, I didn't like it. I thought it was unique, and I thought that the flavors, <laughs> I thought that the flavors were there. You appreciated and, having tried it. Yes, exactly. I appreciated okay. having trying it. I wouldn't have a full glass of it, but I get what they were doing, and I tasted the flavors that they were trying to present. It was I, exactly what it, it said. It was exactly what it said, and I was appreciative <laughs> of that because there's so many times where they say, hey, we got tons of raspberries in here, and you drink it, and it's like, I taste none of that. Yeah. Um, like like the I was just saying before when you left, I was talking about licorice beer. Like I like licorice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think um, they were talking about Sambuca. And I'm yeah. like, I love that black licorice flavor. Uh, and I, I homebrewed a black licorice porter, tons of, of black licorice flavor into it. Every time I go to like a bottle shop and I see that they have black licorice in the beer, I buy it. And I'm always disappointed because you can barely taste that black licorice flavor. Because I think black licorice is one of those things that you either love it or you hate it. Right. So it doesn't have a huge marketing value. I like it. I like it too. I mean, yeah. I think it's great. But not everybody does. People are just like, no. I don't want that. So they're of course not going to like absinthe. So there you go. Uh, yeah, absinthe is just a. It, it, it's a little different. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, this is. I would probably have a yeah. taster of pepperoni pizza. Beer. Toilet beer coming to a brewer near you. Yeah, of course. All right, and then uh, in. I guess other news, uh, Anheuser-Busch is launching a higher ABV hard seltzer under the Bud Light Platinum label. Right. Because just what we needed, yes. another seltzer with well, more alcohol in that's, it. That's uh, the natural progression. First, you have the um, seltzer craze. People like the yep. seltzer, the low calorie, yep. uh, but it doesn't get them drunk fast enough. Right. So we've gone from 4% so, to 5% to now 8%. Yeah. So we have to, we have to get those numbers up. Those are rookie numbers. We got to get That's those right. numbers up. Got to pump those numbers up. Got to pump those numbers up. So they are just cranking more alcohol, more ABV into it. Um, and I, I guess it's to get you more chick drunk. Cause I mean, it's, it seems to be the, the ladies that appreciate the, uh, the, the seltzer. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, say ladies and John, John, because yeah. he's got several videos yeah. on those now. I, I will say I do appreciate a good hard seltzer. Yeah. Um, you know, a, a black cherry white claw. I've tried them. I will try them. Uh, right. Uh, I've, I, I've had that one. It's quite good. Um, yeah. But uh, it's not going to be my first drink. My first drink of choice. Right. Yeah. And and even at a barbecue, I'll take a an all day IPA over yeah, yeah, a hard yeah. seltzer. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Right. Next up, Bud Light Ice Seltzer. <laughs> yeah, I can't. you're probably not wrong. It's gonna be a Mickey's Mickey's Big Mouth Seltzer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, I, I like the Eliza Schlesinger joke on uh, on hard seltzer. Who who knew that uh, putting vodka into uh, into a Lacroix was rocket science? Yeah, I know. That's <laughs> honestly what it was. I, know. I mean, there was uh, gosh, who was it? Uh, cocktail chemistry one of the other youtube guys yeah. that i like to watch for, for cocktails i think he did that too because the whole seltzer craze took off he's like well you could just make it out of anything really if you wanted right. to so he did a pumpkin spice hard seltzer yep. i thought that was kind of funny yep uh, i used to do um amaretto and seltzer water yeah that's fine too i mean it's yeah, good it's, it's, it's like quite it's, good it's, and yeah. that's basically the same thing yeah it honestly is Right. You end up with a 4% drink that's pretty low-cal and nice and bubbly and light and refreshing and yeah. just, just the right amount of sweet. So 
is, amaretto and seltzer i'm telling you it's is, delicious is uh, so are this is this seltzer crazy is just because people are lazy and they can't just mix vodka with seltzer water i'm assuming so yeah I you mean, know there's a certain class of people who when they go to a sporting event they can bring like a vodka and, and a LaCroix or whatever else. And, and and there's other people who don't want to be seen with that bottle of vodka. You know, they're, that's they're, true. they're yeah. too highbrow. Yeah. For yeah. So they, they don't want to have to sneak in the little, uh, you know, right. flask or anything like that. Right. White claw though. That sounds, oh, that sounds, that sounds sophisticated. Yes. Like kind of white claw. You know, right at the beginning of the white claw craze, I, I did go to a football game and, mm. uh, as I'm getting off of the city bus, mm-hmm. there was a lady with a 24 ounce white claw in front of me. Oh, really? <laughs> right after I had heard like, like, ain't no law when you got, you know, with the claw or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's like, no, there's still open container laws and yeah. you're on a city bus. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Well, that's why they invented, they, they have, um, I seen that. I've never seen anybody actually use this product, but I've seen it out there. I'm sure you've probably seen it before too, where they have the beer belly and they have the beer boobs, I think is what it is. Or they one for the guy, one for the girl. It is basically like a little false oh, yeah, beer yeah. belly where you fill it with liquid and they have a little tube yeah. up and you can just sip on that. And they have the one coming from the bra. Yep. Which like their boobs get smaller yep. as they drink. <laughs> Usually that's inverted. But, you know. Well, it depends on who's drinking. Depends on who's drinking. Who's drinking, yeah. <laughs> uh, moving right along mm-hmm. um cyberpunk 2077 gaming was news. Yay. gaming news yay all right um cyberpunk was in the news again and uh i guess it was alleged that they are going to be uh filling cyberpunk with microtransactions and sucking every last penny they can out from under you uh not quite but not quite not quite right um they did say from the beginning that there were not going to be any microtransactions in Cyberpunk, mm-hmm. uh, which is still technically true. Which is I, I would call uh, it still technically true. Still technically true, which is what do they call it? The the best kind of true. Right. <laughs> technically correct. The best, kind, the best of kind, correct. kind of correct. The technically correct right. is the best kind of correct. Yeah. Yeah. So the single player Cyberpunk has zero microtransactions, but there is a separate game that I guess comes with. Uh, Cyberpunk 2077, which is the multiplayer side of it. Yep. Kind of like how GTA 5 is. You know, you have the single player side of it and you have the multiplayer side of it. Right. The multiplayer side of it will have microtransactions, um, but they're not going to have anything like the shark cards like they have in, in GTA right. 5 or anything like that. Purely no cosmetic. Purely cosmetic is what right. they say. So um, I know some people were kind of upset about this because it kind of taints. The whole thing where people were saying CD Projekt Red is still one of the good developers and they're not like exploiting the um, microtransaction scene and everything like that. Yep. Whereas this is like, this is just cosmetic. I, I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't think right. most people have a problem with that. As long as there's like, oh, I pay, you know, $100 and I get just tons of money or whatever like this to do whatever I want, right. which is just basically pay to win. Nobody likes that. Um, so this is, this is more like I pay money and I get a cool jacket. Mm-hmm. All right. Whatever. Um, so the allegations were, uh, they're going to be including microtransactions in the game. Oh my God, you guys, you know, you, know, you totally shouldn't buy this when it comes out in November of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, Damn. 
So to their credit, they responded, no microtransactions. Nothing is, or they, they responded to their original tweet of no microtransactions, yeah. um, which was like two years ago. Yeah. Uh, then they said, nothing has changed. Cyberpunk 2077 is a single player game with zero microtransactions. One single purchase, no tricks, don't believe the clickbait. Mm-hmm. And they said, Cyberpunk multiplayer and online, which is a separate project, will have some microtransactions, but we said that a year ago. Like always, expect us treating your money with respect. Yeah. Um, and, and that's always been kind of their mantra anyway. And so I, I don't begrudge a company for earning money on their product and, yeah. and, and whatnot. There, there are, there are predatory ways to do it. And I feel the way that Rockstar does it is predatory. I feel the way that Fortnite does it is predatory. I feel that, um, you know, selling Fortnite skins in CDs in the game case at the local Walmart for $30 a piece when it's, when all it says is Fortnite across the top, yeah, not advertising that you're an add-on for a free game mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is predatory. Yeah. Um, and well, so I, I find that, okay, like, like how they're doing it here. I don't find it as predatory because you're right. It's just all cosmetic. Correct. And it's, it's fine. Um, it's, it's cosmetic and it's clear. It, yeah. And it's not like, uh, um, it's not like they are, I mean, cause like an online game does take effort to maintain. And especially since that they're going to probably release, you know, more development stuff out there. They're going to probably have more quests and stuff like that. Cause as an, as an online presence, you have to keep your audience tuned in and coming back for more. You can't just rest on the laurels of the original release. You have to keep doing that. And that costs right. money. So, you know, as long as you're not like doing the pay to win type of stuff, that's fine. Um, I don't know about Fortnite. I don't know about it being predatory because they do offer the game for free. Right. Um, I, I don't know if there's any, I, I, I can't speak with any authority about Fortnite because I only played it like maybe twice in my life. Right. I, I benchmarked it once and I refused to. Again. Yeah. So I really, I, I mean, cause they do offer it for free. So I can't really say if it is. I don't think I even like, hit the ground before yeah, I died. I, like, this I'm is like, stupid. Yeah. yeah. So I, I can't <laughs> say that I'm the authority in Fortnite. Right. But I, um, I, I do kind of agree with you with GTA five, they do the shark cards where you just get a shit ton of money and you can buy whatever the hell you want um, for just a, a ton of money. And it, but most, you know, get a lot of people who are cheating in there anyway. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, for, for me, it's all about the marketing of it. And, and I feel the marketing in, in Fortnite and GTA five, and you, you can send that to Reddit redemption too. Yeah. You can extend that to call of duty feels a little bit predatory because it's more than just buy something that looks cool on screen because I want to look cool on screen. It's buy something because I want to be better than everyone else. Yeah. And and it's the pay to win mantra. Anything that gives Um, you a advantage over somebody else who doesn't pay for something is BS. Is BS. It's, it's predatory. Yeah. Um, And your audience is going to die quickly at that point. So you have to make the core gameplay fun and addictive to keep people coming back for more. Yep. And then, and then, like you know, CS:GO was, uh, uh, you know, we had to pay for that for years and years and years, and they finally went free to play, and they still kept their cosmetic in their marketplace, and they still have a huge market share. They don't have any play-to-win type of stuff. All the uh, weapons that they are, the stuff you can buy is just skins. Right. It's nothing um, that's going to give you any advantage over somebody who's just using the free product. Correct. 
So hopefully that's the same. Hopefully Cyberpunk does stay by, stand by their word. CD Projekt Red, uh, developers of The Witcher. I have no doubt that they will stand by that word. Yeah. And and again, I don't begrudge a company for looking for additional revenue sources. You of know, course. um, and and if they're cosmetic and people are willing to pay it, that's totally more, one thing. More power to them. I would if pay it's, it. I right. Mean, as if, long as it's as long as it's not like you know Fallout seventy six levels of ridiculous price. <laughs> Where they charged like Battlefront Two twenty dollars for a Santa suit or something stupid right. like that, um, then yeah, it, it'd be okay. But um, yeah, uh, ba- Battlefront Two, where you can literally just pay to unlock Vader, yeah, and I you're know. literally oh, invincible. That was that was ridiculous. Right. That was okay. Yeah, that was stupid. <laughs> yeah. So as long as they don't do crap like that, I'm totally fine with the company mm-hmm. making money. And mm-hmm. microtransactions in that sense, yeah, are totally okay. Because that's a player's choice. It's a player's yeah. choice based on cosmetics. Um, Which so. is kind of a weird dichotomy because when this first came out, the horse armor. We, horse armor. We pan the heck out of horse armor. Five dollars for an armor set? It, Are you freaking kidding me? But it was a single player game. It, and it was two thousand eight. And it yeah, right. and it didn't give you any advantage one way or the other. It was just right. if you wanted it. Right. I mean, yeah, it's ridiculous on the on the face of it. But right. we were but back then we were used to like buying one paying one price. And getting the whole game. Right. And then if there were extras available, they came in a massive single-player DLC right. for 20 bucks. It wasn't DLC. They called them expansion packs. Expansion packs, expansion right. Expansion packs, yeah. There's expansion yeah. packs. Because they DLC. weren't downloadable. They still came yeah. on discs. They came on discs. They, they were those round packs. things that you actually put into computers yep. to load software yep. in. Yeah. So, yeah, we were used to that. Like, okay, you, okay, we can get an expansion pack. It would cost like maybe 15 bucks. I, I had but. the X-Wing Balance of Power expansion pack, which came on floor, four floppy disks. Hey, all right. There you go. Do you still have yeah. it? I don't. Oh, okay. I no, don't. I still have some. I think I think the only floppy disk game that I have is uh, Secret of Monkey Island 2. That's a good one to have. Yeah. It still has the wheel on it, too. Yep. So, yep. I, th- I think we all agree about microtransactions in general. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so here's something that's added to the list of things that Doom can play. Yes. On, this is on... uh, <laughs> <laughs> the most obscure thing you can think of to be able to play Doom on. Right. Uh, and so, so for those who don't follow Foon, Foon is awesome as far as like retro hardware and stuff like that goes, and he yeah. he's always posting funny stuff to Twitter. Um, he's he's a great follow in general. Um, uh, anyway. About a week ago, he posted that he had obtained a pregnancy test, um, a, a what's essentially an Internet of Things pregnancy test. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's electronic, has an OLED monochrome screen on it, and he goes, well, "What can I do with this?" And so he hacked it into a media player first off. So monochrome would play 128 by 96 gifs, I believe. Yeah, uh, was the resolution on it um, yeah. with with either on or off pixels no no grayscale gradients or anything like yeah, that just yeah two bit right two bit yeah, yeah um and uh and he goes well i thought about you know can you play doom on this thing well no i couldn't play doom but i could load a video of doom being played yeah and so we uploaded that to twitter and people went no no no, you need to make that play doom yeah and so he made it play doom <laughs> yeah he okay now to be fair he didn't technically use the default hardware then and he had to replace right a lot of stuff to make it work but the fact that he did get it to work on the small form factor of a pregnancy test right is still pretty cool right um yeah and 
And he's got the video proof that it does work. Yep. Um, and, you know. And uh, I know exactly where he's at in level 1-1. One, one. Yeah, I know. I know I exactly the room he's in. I saw I saw that and I'm like, I know that level 1 Doom. I know that. I know that. I've played that yeah. uh, 3,000 times in my lifetime. Yeah. Imagine, you know, you just get one of those and then you can't advance to the next level until you, until you test positive for pregnancy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, then you get but, the BFG. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, he he had done a, a bunch of funny things. He uh, he rickrolled it with a pro with a positive test. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He, he had done a whole bunch of things, but yeah. someone went, well. You need to make it play Doom. So Doom now runs on a pregnancy test. That's one more yeah. computer that can be checked off that list. Right. I, I that's probably the most obscure. I can't think of anything else that's more obscure than running Doom on a pregnancy test. Right. Um, there's a lot. Uh, didn't they get Didn't they get Doom to run like on a on a on a fridge or something like that too? I think. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, I see Doom it on is, a lot of things. It, it. So Doom was the original. Can it play Crisis? It was. Can it run Doom? Yeah. And so if you got Doom to run on an obscure piece of hardware, it was newsworthy. And today it's still newsworthy if you can get the original Doom to boot up on some obscure piece of hardware. Yeah. Um, and so uh, things like this, running on a pregnancy test. Now, it's not the, uh, it's not the original, original screen. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's running in a pregnancy test, but it is kind of homebrew hardware. So yeah. I'm still going to count it, though. I'm going to count this one. It's but, close. It's close. But people have installed Doom on, like, Xerox copy machines yeah. when they've assembled <laughs> it for the weird yeah. architecture that yeah. those are. Yeah. Um, they have it running on microcontrollers. They mm -hmm. have it running on a whole bunch of different things. Um, and so that was the original, can it run Doom? Can yeah. it play Crisis? Well, Crisis also has a remastered version coming out. And Crisis now has a graphics mode called can it run crisis yeah and that's the epic mode the, the ultra mode for crisis is can it run crisis yeah there's normal high ultra yeah. and can it run this yeah <laughs> so the meme has come full circle yes and it's come all the way back to crisis to its it's meta it's meta within itself and i hope i hope yeah because crisis two and three certainly did not live up to the meme no of what it means to press hardware to its absolute no, limit. Cr Crisis definitely did. Um, I want this. I want this mode to take an RTX 3090 to its knees. Well, I, mean, I want gonna... this mode at 4K to run at like 12 FPS. That's what <laughs> oh. I want. Because I want it to be something in the future that we go, we finally hit 4K 60 well, on Crisis. That, that, was the thing, that was the thing that Crisis, when it first came out, they were super forward thinking in their engine because they wanted it to be something that could be used for benchmarks for the future. Right. So it would perform horribly with hardware now, mm -hmm. but and it wasn't because it was horribly optimized. It was just because that they pushed so much. It demanded that much it of the hardware. It demanded that much of the hardware. And so that as as hardware progressed, then it should, you know, and that's and that's where the main came was can it run crisis. Mm -hmm. Um and it's still like a, a beautiful engine now, yes. and, and it's great. Now, I don't know what they're doing specifically with the remastered version. Um, the interface still looks the same. A lot of the geometry still looks the same, but um, it, it does look quite awesome, actually. Uh, I think they're going to probably be implementing ray tracing. I think there was something else I saw uh, earlier this week about mm -hmm. um, 
the uh, uh, crisis coming out on the Xbox One X uh, doing software ray tracing on it. Interesting. Yeah, they had some kind of weird uh, voxel-style ray tracing technology on there where they would get some really nice reflections and shadows working on Crisis. Mm-hmm. And it was not because of the... Um, it wasn't because of the hardware in there. It was the software that they used. And it was just efficient enough to be able to run on the console. Mm-hmm. And it was something that they had used when they had uh, did the um, uh, Nintendo Switch version of Crisis. And they just took that and just migrated it up to the to the uh, Xbox. And I, I don't know if it's coming out for the PlayStation 2, but it was pretty interesting. Um, so... Crisis is expanding, just like Doom is expanding into pregnancy tests. Someday, when my son is old enough to worry about his, getting his girlfriend pregnant, <laughs> his uh, pregnancy test will be running Crisis on it, <laughs> as opposed to mine running Doom. <laughs> Back in my day, we had to play Doom on our pregnancy test. Monochrome. Now you got full color 4K on your pregnancy tests. Can you run Crisis on a Pi Four? No, I don't think so, because it's it's still ARM at that point, right? Yes, Pi Four is still ARM. Yeah. Um, can you run it on AMD embedded? Mm, That might be a fun video on a Vega Three. You try that, yeah. On what is that? The AMD one thousand A one thousand or something like that with the Vega Three on board? Yeah. That might be something. Ten watts of power. Yeah, you'd have to just crank it down. What's as low the as lowest you can go. wattage system you could run Crisis on? There's a video. <laughs> I do like. There's another YouTuber, that guy who does the um, the low level gaming or whatever. Is he 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 modifies the game to? Oh yeah, low spec gamer. Low spec gamer. Yeah, that's yeah. him. Yeah. I just like the lowest lowest you can go. Like he just modifies everything to just to be like skeletal. Yeah. No texture, just wireframe, wireframe type stuff. That's pretty interesting. It's kind of funny. Yep. No, I, I love his videos. They're always mm-hmm. always a lot of fun. They're Stripping all the textures out of yeah. Skyrim. So you yeah, <laughs> yeah, it becomes creepy at that point. I mean, like, not mm-hmm. that there's a lot of creepy things about Skyrim, but when you have like these non-textures Muppet-looking meshes running around, <laughs> it's kind of creepy. Yep. Can it run Chrome? No, not too much can run Chrome. Minimum of 16 gigs of RAM just to run Chrome. Yep. Um, yeah, so that's it that's, for the news. That's, that's pretty much it for the news. There was nothing going on. So we still have about, what, 20 minutes to, to just uh, BS around and yeah, maybe finish this beer and open my last one. See if I can chug 16 ounces of IPA in about 20 <laughs> minutes. Yep. Uh, this just in additional areas of Lincoln City now under level three evacuation orders. Wow. So, Probably south. Yeah. Well, it was basically the southern and northern points of Lincoln City that were included. So right at the eight, the Highway 101-18 junction right. was included and everything north of Lincoln City in that. And then south of, gosh, what is that that road? So you go south past the outlet mall about a mile out of town and whatnot. And mm-hmm. then that was the other line. So basically the heart of Lincoln City was still under level two. 
Um, but I guess now they're expanding that into uh, Lincoln City proper. Man, this fire map that I was on, it's, it's like, I don't know what happened to it. I think it crashed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not, It's not. not working. <laughs> I got to find another fire map. Yep. That's too bad. I, I'm, I probably, my wife could be knocking on my door and says, yeah, we got to go. No, I don't, right. think, I don't think we're at that yet. Yep. But yeah, scary times. A lot of scary times. Definitely. Definitely. But I'm drinking, so now I don't care. <laughs> I care less. How's that? I care less. Yeah. I, I don't less. think, okay. Like we were talking about before the show, we both live behind a river barrier. Your river is a little bit wider than my river barrier a little bit but but we still are behind a river barrier so we have a little bit of of more um uh kind of relaxation i guess to say and not only that you live kind of like in the middle of a a more major metropolitan area so yes you probably have to worry i'm I'm on no i'm on the very edge of that metropolitan i i i am on the edge of my quarter uh, mile that way is nothing (laughs) i am right at the edge of my town too in fact um my backyard is just a big giant grass field and uh if that lights up uh, that's not going to be good for me uh i have an in-ground sprinkler system that i will be turning on (laughs) and letting run for as long as i can if i if i have to leave yep but uh that's uh my neighbors put sprinklers up on their roofs today and i think i'm going to take that cue tomorrow as well uh i don't i i thought about doing that um the back side of my house is way too tall for that i can't yeah i don't have anything that'll get up there the front side of my house i probably can do that yeah uh, all right. Uh, so Skull declared this a Q&A session. So here we go. Okay. Uh, hope hope we stay safe. Thank you, Francis. I appreciate it. 2020 yeah. needs to be canceled at this point. I fully agree. Yeah, man. It's been rough. Um, uh, Bird, do you own any Intel Nooks? I think it is great to play around with. Absolutely. I, th- I, I have a couple have a of nooks. nooks. I think you have a Nook. Yeah. Um, I have two at the moment, I want to say. Um, I think I have an original i3 the 3203 or whatever nook um it's the i3 ivy bridge mobile um and that thing runs great it's uh two cores four threads takes eight gigs of memory um only has m sata for a for a storage interface so that's kind of kind of a limiting factor on it these days because m sata didn't keep up with the price trends and heading down everything's m.2 anymore and it doesn't have an m.2 slot or a standard SATA slot. So I can't just like drop a two and a half inch drive into it. Um, so I have one of those. Um, it runs great. Um, I've also got a, I want to say a Haswell. I want to say an i5 fifth gen uh, Nook. Um, and that one's a, f- that one's still dual core. It's still two core, four thread. Um, but uh, yeah, very fun little systems. Very fun to see what you can do on low end hardware. Um, you know, they were beyond netbooks, you know, they, they were yeah. built with basically low voltage, low wattage uh, laptop parts. So they they only draw like 20, 30 watts at, at peak. And uh, yeah, they're a lot of fun. Um, uh, let's see, there's uh, Box86 to run x86 hardware or x86 software on ARM. I'm aware of Box86. The problem is 
uh, when you're cross compiling like that, Crisis is something that demanded the most out of a 2008 system that was drawing a yeah. thousand watts from the wall. And I'm sorry, the Raspberry Pi 4 is not not going to do that. It's not going to do that. So I mean, maybe if they release the source code for it, and, and not only can, that, but it and you can relied on DirectX, way. which is a closed API. And I know there's DKVX, and I know that the Raspberry Pi now I, has a Vulkan I, I think driver. Some, but I think there's some translators still. for DirectX for yeah, there's DXVK, which translates translate to Vulkan. Yeah, for Vulkan, yeah. Yeah, and and the Raspberry Pi 4 does have the Vulkan API. And so in theory, you could do that, but man, there's there's still a lot of work to do to get Crisis to run on the Pi. That's a lot of levels to get through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, What are your plans in case you are ordered to evacuate? Blue Fox, $5 donation. Um, For us, uh, we'd actually probably drive north. Um, we uh, We have both friends up in Washington, and we have... Uh, family over in the eastern side of the state, which yep. for once is not on fire. <laughs> yeah, I know. So, yeah, I, I don't know. We have several options. Um, yeah, we, we have several options available to us. Yeah, we, we I, I do have some friends. We that have are family up. to the south. We have yeah. family to the north. We have family to the east. I have so. family to the, well, I have friends that are in the north. I have friends that are in Astoria, which is like the northern part of Oregon, which is not on fire. So well, actually Tillamook County has evacuations going on right now. Well, this, from the this, fire is, there. this is, they're actually not technically in Astoria. They're on the Washington side. So okay, we have gotcha. to be across the bay. They're in the cell. Gotcha. Um, so we can go there. Yep. And they're right. You have to, you have to <laughs> fires have to cross that giant bay. It's not doing that. Um, so that, that's an option there too. Cause they have space. Um, it's, it's, but it's a two and a half hour drive from here. Uh, but, you know, we we got options. It's fine. I'd, I'd yeah. probably hit up the friends in Portland actually first because that's that's pretty pretty safe right there. Uh, what do we have down for the next couple of months of apocalypse bingo? Uh, okay. Um, well, Sharknado. I have probably out of it. <laughs> I, I, I have Moon splitting in two. Uh, no, probably. I'm gonna say because like we're kind of due for an earthquake in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, don't don't go there. I, I'm talking. I'm don't talking, say that out loud. I'm talking, I'm talking realistic here because like we we have volcanoes, we have seismic activity. I'm I'm just waiting um, for Mount Hood to go. Okay, the Mount Hood's probably not gonna do it because there's no real seismic activity right now that I know right. of. Because it was, was about, a couple years ago. Well, okay, Mount St. Helens. Even Mount St. Helens was predicted to blow in the 80s, 1980. Right seismologists or volcanologists whatever um they knew it was going to happen they saw right. the bulge coming out they saw the seismographs they're like this yep. is going to happen uh we have none of that right now unless it was like a complete out of the park thing happening which still could happen right it still could happen <laughs> this is 2020 right i woke up tuesday morning to no sky yeah. i have yeah. not seen the sky in over 48 hours yeah no I have not been able to look it, more than 500 feet up into the air it for was, 48 hours. Yeah, it was – yesterday was very weird because you posted that picture on the Discord. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, man, Jeff's got, like, the smoke really bad. And I look out my backyard and it's like, this looks great. It looks great out here. But I saw the I saw the smoke cover just, like – You could see the wave. Impeding this wave. Yeah. Of com- it, was, it was creepy. Yeah. It was so creepy. There was just – and it just, like, blotted out the sun. And so, within within a couple hours, the sun was was red. It yeah, was, it was like uh, revelations so, type stuff. So what's even creepier is is I overslept my alarm yesterday, and and I didn't wake up until eight. I usually wake up at like six forty five just on my own, and then my alarm goes off off at seven, and I'm up. Yeah. Um, but uh, I overslept my alarm yesterday, and I didn't wake up until eight o'clock. 
And I kind of opened my eyes and, and whatnot. And I looked out, I looked towards the window because we have a couple of nice big windows in our bedroom mm-hmm. and uh, there's no light in it. And I went, oh, it's so like yeah. five in the morning. Like there's a little bit of like a glow. And I'm like, okay, yeah. so the sun is like thinking about coming up, but it's like 5.30, 5.45 still. Yeah. And so I closed my eyes again. And I opened my eyes back up and I decided, well, let's see what time it is. You know, if yeah. I'm not going to go back to sleep if it's like 6.59 or something. Yeah. So I looked at the clock and it was 7.58. And I went, what the, the hell? hell is going on? Why is it still dark? And all of a sudden I'm awake because yeah. it's like, what the hell is going on? And so yeah. I, I got up and looked out the window and it literally looked like red. Yeah. Like. Uh, like we're red, talking about the like Mars red faction, yeah, 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 Mars landscape. red faction gorilla, yeah. It was red, mm-hmm. and it's like that's a little creepy. <laughs> yeah, and it never got any brighter. <laughs> yeah. No, we, I have, I have. I think my wife took a couple of videos, and then I took a couple landscape pictures of where it was literally half of our backyard was smoke, uh-huh. and the other half was blue skies. Yeah. And it was it was like literally just split down the middle, yeah. and it was it was just really weird. And then, like about an hour after that, it was just completely smoke. Yep, it, it was that fast. Like I said, today was slightly brighter, but yeah. I still haven't seen. Uh, we have less than a mile visibility, and that's been the case since I went to bed Monday night. Yeah. So. Yeah, we have from from our backyard. Like I said, we have a big grasslands back there, mm-hmm. but in the far distance is a, a farm equipment auction yard. Which you can see the fences and and a little bit of the equipment peeking out in the distance. So that's what we use to gauge it by. It's like if we can still see that, then we know it's clearing up. But if we can't see that, then we know it's getting just really super smoky. So for most of the day, we couldn't see anything but our grass field. And then now, like well before the sunset and before the stream started, we can see it. So we know it's clearing up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but not as not not it's still smoky. It's still yellow out there. Yep. All right. Uh, someone says Civil War. Civil War is going to be hard, and here's why. I don't think so, no. No, here's why. Here's why Civil War is going to be hard. Is It's no longer the North versus the South, or the East no, versus it's, the West. No, it's, or it's the, all over the place. It's literally this guy versus this guy versus this guy versus this yeah. guy. And I mean, how even, do you separate that? Yeah, and even in the state of Oregon, we have, like, Portland, which is which is very left and liberal, and you have, like the the rest of the state the rural areas which is the exact opposite i i live so in the you, state capital and we've been having yeah. proud boys demonstrators in downtown lately it's 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 the every if we had a civil it wouldn't be north and the south it would be every state would fracture basically at that right. point right so i don't think anything like like a traditional civil war would happen right not anything like that just geographically you not geograph not yeah geographically it just it just wouldn't right. um you you would have too much infighting or something. It, it would be like everybody fighting at once. It would be like right. a giant bar brawl all it, at it's once. It's not civil war. This is what we call melee. Yeah. Okay. If we had like a giant bar brawl all civil at once. Civil melee. A giant bar brawl all at once. I'm trademarking would be kind that. Of funny. I want yeah. it in the yeah. history books that civil I came melee. up with that. A civil, civil melee. melee. Yeah, civil melee. Yeah. 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 Well, just we just bring back duels. Just yeah. bring back dueling. <laughs> Uh, Mount Hood, no activity. Mount Hood, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, that could happen. I, yep. I, I'm, I'm not discounting it this year. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What else do we got? Don't forget the murder hornets are still on the way. You know, that was a story and then they kind of died out. Yeah. 
I, I think we worried more about other things. Okay, I, <laughs> I saw... I don't know. It didn't go very viral, but it went viral enough. There was some guy. I don't know. He was mad at somebody, mad at something. And he literally took a hornet's nest that was in his house, trailer park, whatever, grabbed it in his bare hands and shoved it in his mouth and chewed on it and then spat it out. Did, did you see that? No. I thought that was like a response to murder hornets, to be quite honest, but I didn't know what it was. It was it was insanity. Who knows? I don't know, but look that up. That was, that was crazy. Portland is a riot looking for an excuse. I'll counter this with the actual numbers in that 2% of Portland protests have turned violent. 2%. Uh, hey, I'm the one with the green X79 Mobo. Nice. Uh, you're the one on Twitter. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I, I literally have three of those motherboards in on the way. So for various projects. So stay tuned if you like that. Meth Plague Squirrels. There's a good one. There we go. There's one I didn't have on my bingo card. Uh, that seems like a free space at this point. It's a plausibility. Yeah, it's a bingo bingo space. Uh, Dunkel, thank you for the stream. Thank you very much for watching. Yeah. Appreciate it. Uh, and you install DirectX on Windows 10 ARM edition. If so, that would open stuff up. You still don't have an, an ARM executable, which yeah, is what Crisis needs. Which Crisis needs, yeah. And there's dependencies within now, that that Crisis like was, wouldn't have access to. Like I was to. saying before, you could, if you, they release the source code, and then you can recompile it in Windows 10 for ARM, right. which might work. At that point, but chances are no. Chances are no. I, I think there's probably going to be a lot more. You different have to do graphics that. architectures, yeah. different different dependencies, different. Yeah. yeah. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say no. Yeah, it's and it's, even then, I don't think the Pi has enough power. Yeah, I mean, even if somebody came up with some kind of like, you're talking X80s. about a 500 megahertz graphics core that at the time the GTX 680 with a 900 megahertz graphics core struggled to run. Mm-hmm. With far fewer shader cores, far fewer texture mapping, you know, far less memory. Let's let's just go there. You don't have four gigabytes of video memory on a Raspberry Pi. Yeah. I'm just going to say no. It's not possible. Even if I had source, it's not possible. I think if you had source and then was able it's to... It's plausible if you had plausible, source. It's plausible. I still think you would have an uphill struggle to do that. Because you'd have to, I mean, because like just just talking about, I don't know even what how complex the meshes are for the three D objects. You may even have to remodel some of them just to make them fit in memory. Yep. Uh, what's the best CPU for cheap on the X seventy nine Mobo? Uh, that really depends. Are you looking at gaming or productivity? Um, for gaming, the cheapest one you can get is the E five sixteen oh three. Excuse me. Uh, we went over that in the. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> uh, the, the E5-1603, it's a four-core, eight-thread chip. Uh, it'll get you about three to 3.2 gigahertz. Nope, still not done. <laughs> Go say the great sneezing fit of 2020. Yeah. Yeah. The, this, this is it. This is the allergy attack of 2020. You're not going to You're not gonna recover. This is it. This is it. You can't come back. It's... <laughs> It has, it has been prophesied. It has been prophesied. A Nostradamus. Okay, everybody Nostradamus, cool? Nostradamus everybody cool? predicted okay. this. 
<laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> that one was on um, a bingo card, Reverend Arrow City. For, for gaming, the cheapest one you can get is probably about 12 or 13 bucks. It's the E5-1603. It's a four-core, eight-thread, and I think it's about 3.2 gigahertz. Um, and that's a pretty good performing chip. Um, uh, if you're wanting productivity, uh, something like an eight-core, 16-thread, Probably the E5 2650 is a good bet. You can get those for about $20 to $25 a piece. Uh, those are 2.0 gigahertz with a 2.5 boost, but as I said, 8-core, 16-thread. Um, if you're gaming at 1440p, there's really no difference between the two, and I would actually opt to go with the 8-core the versus the 4-core. Mm-hmm. So if you're gaming at 1080p, go for single-thread performance. Get a 1603 or a 1620. Uh, those are certainly doable for less than twenty dollars. If you're if you have a fourteen forty p monitor, I would go for uh, probably the twenty six fifty. Uh, gosh, twenty six sixty seven still a great choice. Two point nine gigahertz six core, um, and then you can also look at some V two chips. Uh, the sixteen fifty V two is a great option. Uh, that gets you Ivy Bridge at three point five uh, for between twenty and forty bucks. So. What about for X99 gaming? Uh, that one, I'm a, I'm a little less familiar with the X99 lineup with the V3 chips. Um, I, I would say still the 1620, 1650 v, uh, V3s. Um, I know the 1650 V3, which is a six core 12 thread. It's I think 3.33 gigahertz. Don't quote me. Um, that one's available for in the 60 to $80 range. If you just want four cores, eight threads, you can get the 1620 V3. Um, that's a solid value for well less than 50 bucks. Um, if you have an X99 and you do the turbo unlock, there's a number of different things you can get uh, that do have very high boost clocks. So let me see here. Look at the arc page real quick, just to refresh my memory. Uh, max boost frequency, uh, the 1630 will do a 3.8 all core boost. Um, the 2637, which is a four core, will do a 3.7. Uh, 2643, that's probably gonna be your cheapest bet. That's a four core eight thread with a 3.7 gigahertz all core turbo. So there you go. The genetically engineered mosquitoes that were released in Florida completely Fs up the entire biosphere. Possible. Well, possible. I mean, those are the All ones of a sudden, that... we find the one good thing that mosquitoes did now that they're gone. <laughs> yeah. Is that they eradicated some other beast that's even worse. Yeah, maybe we did. <laughs> it actually they kept... were keeping the super hornets at bay. <laughs> they were keeping Cthulhu at bay is what it was. It's like <laughs> Cthulhu. Yeah. Cthulhu no, I... is scared of mosquitoes. No, I guarantee <laughs> that the mosquitoes were feasting on super hornets. And yeah, that's why we be. haven't seen them yeah. to this point. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. Cat girl, yeah, okay, not a cat girls. Uh, the X99 F8 Mobile can do the V4 Xeons. It can do the V4 Xeons. Unfortunately, the V4s are still obscenely expensive. The V3s yeah. have started to drop in price recently, though. So, yep, and someone already beat me to it. Uh, X99 will do V4, but the V4 Xeons still commands some money for the faster and higher core variants. Exactly. Yeah. Florida man runs out of meth and natty light. Uh, that's just Tuesday. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty. That's pretty much every other day in Florida. Mm-hmm. 
what else? Uh, well, we hit ten o'clock. We made it with we the, made it. We made it with the smallest amount of news. Right? Yeah. I mean, we we hit the bare minimum. So what's funny is I'm looking, well, not funny, but I'm looking at a fire map right now. They don't even have, oh, there's the Lincoln City fire. It finally, finally popped up. No, finally popped I, I've, I've noticed that that um, all the Oregon fire maps yeah. are woefully unprepared for the amount of bandwidth that, that's right. hitting them. Especially, it, it took me a full minute to load this yes, page. Yes, which I've been seeing because I think it might be a combination of the sheer amount of data that has to be throughput. Right, and the sheer amount of people—they're they're trying these. to update it every thirty minutes based on yeah. satellite data, which is AI crunched based. Yes, you know, so they're they're looking at the smoke patterns being generated via satellites, mm -hmm. and then they're determining where the fires are at within that. Yeah. Um. But uh, for those curious, here's what the West Coast looks like right now. Um. So you can see all the fires that are burning basically from Colorado and Wyoming back our way. Yeah. Um. But if we zoom in here, um, it kind of brings it all into uh, a little bit better picture. So this is the Portland and Vancouver metro area, which is home to, yeah. I want to say, like 1.4 million people. Yeah. And then this is the size of the fire. <laughs> yeah. And then the other fire just south of it, which are now like threatened to become one big fire and still continue west. Yeah. So okay, go go zoom into that very tip of that red point right there. Yeah. So that's that's the town that I live in right there. Yeah. And so here's is, here's where Steve lives, and this is where the evacuation order is at right yeah. now. It's, so it's like right it's five there. miles outside his town. Yeah. It's really um, close by. And then I live down in Salem. Um, and again, not going to say where, but you can see it's starting to encroach on like Salem city limits. I mean, we're within two miles of Salem here. Yeah. That it is not a wide gap. So. But uh, and then I found out today that my childhood home is in the evacuation area for Springfield. Yeah, um, we're it's uh, it's way over here in this uh, this yellow trending red area. So that's where I used to live. Yeah, it's on fire. So uh, utilities have not, as far as I know. Yeah, it's called Woodburn. Yes, exactly. It's called Woodburn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ironic, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, no, our uh, utilities have not been affected so far. Power has been up. Internet's yep. been up. Uh, cell service has been up mm -hmm. this whole time. Um, um, I will say I do have area. some family south of Eugene uh, that have lost power and cell service both, and they are nowhere near wildfire areas, um, but they are they are down. Um so the real Phobos have, have been in Woodburn, have been to the direct ship. So, so, uh, John, uh, Hobson Bruce, he has a farm. Uh, it's my grandparents' old farm. It's just not too far down from the drag strips. About, about a mile from the drag strip. Yeah. It's not too far. Yeah. So I, I have some family that lives a good deal South from, from Eugene and they have lost cell and power both. Hmm. That's um, bad. I have some family living right here on the tip of this red, right here um and they were rather worried last night and i was going to check in with them again tonight and see how everything's going yeah um it doesn't look like the fire spread this 
spread towards the metro areas very much today. No, uh, the, no. The lines are pretty much where they were last night. But unfortunately, they've spread significantly north and south. Yes. Not, um, more more north, uh, which, you know, where I live and where Jeff lives, we're kind of like on top of each other, basically. Right. Uh, and the fire has gone parallel to where we are. So uh, Canby and Wilsonville are now in level two. Yes, which is... Wilsonville was kind of surprising. Canby was yeah. kind of surprising too. Uh, all of Oregon City, all of West Lynn, uh, yeah. part of Lake Oswego. I got Gladstone. a lot of family in Oregon City. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So the Oregon fires are a real thing. Um, uh, I usually don't ask for stuff like this, but uh, if you guys want to send some money don't send it to me send it over to the red cross uh they're they're the ones doing a lot of good good right now uh they're they've set up three different evacuation centers at the at the fairgrounds around the state um they're providing food water supplies pet food etc for for families who are losing everything right now we we've had several rural towns in oregon that are completely obliterated they're gone they no longer exist yeah they have been completely burned down um a lot of like they were small, maybe um, forestry towns or something like mm-hmm. that, but they're gone. Yep. I mean, people's whole livelihoods are just destroyed. Yep. So it is a real thing. It, it's, uh, it's, I, I don't want to say close enough to affect us at this point, but it's, it's still, it, it's, it's, it's close. Yeah. Um, and, and we do know people affected by it. So, um, yeah, if, if, if you guys would, the last thought that I want to leave you with is uh, consider donating to to the Red Cross um, as uh, they're the ones who really need the money right now. And they, they, they're they the ones putting their best foot forward and getting people the supplies that they need right now. Uh, there are three different Red Cross locations in Oregon that are set up. There's one at the Eugene Fairgrounds. There's one in the Salem uh, State Fairgrounds. And there's another one in the Deschutes Fairgrounds. Um, and... Uh, if you need help, go to one of those locations. Uh, if you've been displaced, go to the, one of those locations. If you've been displaced and you're listening to me, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe but, they're uh, bored. I don't know. Yeah, maybe you you're get, bored you, and you're you just driving dis- up the highway. You get displaced, so. you're going to be bored. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you know, no, if, if you guys could do me a favor, if you if you wanted to drop a super chat here late in the show, go go drop it on the Red Cross. Um, and uh and in fact, I think I'm going to donate any super chat that was given today uh, to myself. I'm going to donate that over to the Red Cross right after we get off the stream. So, so thank you if you donated. I'm going to go through that list and uh, and I will make that donation. So, all right, um, kind of a somber note to end on, but unfortunately, that's the world we live in today. Yeah, I know. Right now, oh my god, I know it's kind of weird because it it was all of a sudden thing because. It was Monday night. We had Labor Day, and yeah. uh, they just had predicted that oh, we're going to have high winds. Fine, uh, no big deal. And I remember that that night because I went outside and it was like, man, it's it's kind of smoky and kind of like um, weird that you know we have these high winds and it smells like there's fire going on. And you wake up the next day and it's like just kind of the whole apocalypse kind of broke out in Oregon just all of a sudden overnight. So, yeah, that's weird. Yeah, th- this is literally all started since Saturday and really since, like, Tuesday morning. Yeah. Uh, like, there were a couple fires going early Tuesday that were, like, 10,000 acres. They they weren't contained at all. They were 0% containment, but they were they were not 
abnormal and they weren't near populated areas. And all of a sudden we've gone from 10,000 acres on Saturday yeah. to 650,000 acres on, yeah. on Wednesday. It, it was, it was literally the perfect storm. We had high winds, mm-hmm. uh, dry, low humidity, hot mm-hmm. uh, temperatures. And, um, uh, I think we had a previous lightning storm maybe had gone through in certain places. I know mm-hmm. one, one fire was caused by a, uh, transformer explosion. Mm-hmm. Um, there was so, one that was a transformer. There was one that was suspected to be a malfunctioning car or something yeah. like that, driving down the highway because there yeah. were a bunch of highway fires lit. Um, and uh, there was uh, at least one that was a suspected case of arson. There mm-hmm. was, I mean, there's been a number of there's things. There's been a number of things, yeah. And uh, we've had a red flag warning here since Monday night, uh, which is the conditions are perfect for fires to break out right. anywhere, right. anytime. Um, and they did nothing, nothing as quirky as a, as a gender reveal party, like they had in California, which was, I think the, the, the spark of many memes, but, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it, there's, there's a lot of things that just, I, I, I saw anecdotal people talking about small fires just being lit off by people who like just errantly flick their cigarettes, you know? Right. So, you know, this is fire season. Be careful, you know the, people. You know those Smokey the Bear commercials when you were yeah, a kid? I know. They're still relevant. Well, yeah. They're, they're, they never lied. <laughs> says, come yeah. on. Stop lighting crap on fire, please. Right. I know. Good yeah. Lord. And and this is a... Wildfires are not an unusual thing for Oregon. Oregon and California experience no, but annual it's never, wildfires. But it's never been this bad. It's never, never been, been this bad, bad ever. Never. Um, and... Uh, Questionable pants, money dollars. Thank, Thank you, you very much. Thank you. I appreciate pants. that. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, anyway, thank you guys so much for joining us for episode yeah. 149 here on Talking Heads. Uh, hopefully, we're able to join you next week. Hey. Yeah, we'll hopefully be. we're all here. <laughs> if we're all here, yeah. We'll see what yeah. happens. If not, we'll be the crispy versions of ourselves. Yes. Yeah, we'll see. Anyway, if you like this stream, make sure to click that thumbs up button. If uh, you're listening to us on Anchor FM, give this stream a like or a favorite or whatever have you to uh, help my popularity over there. Uh, If you haven't already subscribed to Craft Computing, do that by clicking the subscribe button down below. Uh, Leave a comment. Let me know what you liked about the stream, what you didn't like about the stream, what beer you're drinking during the stream. I do enjoy reading all of those. Yeah. If you are not aware, we do an after party in my Discord. And the only way to get access to that is by joining the Patreon. Link is down in the video description below. You'll get exclusive access to the Discord server. And in about 10 minutes time, uh, at least me, possibly Steve, uh, is going to jump over there on live video chat. You can directly ask us questions face to face. I'll be there. It might take me 20 minutes to pee, though. Uh, I I got a good one building up here. I have have a huge bladder reservoir. I had surgery to give me at least half a gallon bladder. Um, so, you know, that's cause you go to a lot of beer fests. <laughs> that's, that's why I had the surgery. What, what do you think? I need to keep going, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm looking for my third expansion. myself. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is that technically DLC? You or know, is that an expansion? I, yeah, pack? No, I like, like women get, women get the, the breast implants. Men get the bladder implants. bladder implants. Yeah. Bladder implants. So they can get more yeah. beer in there. Yeah. Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. I do appreciate it. Uh, Go donate to the Red Cross. Please do that uh, because there's there's a lot of people in need, both in Oregon and in California. I'm not going to leave California or even Washington out of this as much as I dislike those people. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, but seriously, give to the Red Cross. They're doing a lot of good work here in our state. So 
Anyway, thank you guys so much for watching. And uh, as always, we will see you next week. Yeah, see you later. Later.